0: Hello, welcome to Blaze in the Dark, demo number one. Uh, I am here with Adam, Sean, and Strauch, and we have already made characters and started making our crew, and uh, we're just going to dive right into this. No introductions or anything, let's just, let's just game. Um, let's do it. Yeah. So to start out, um, oh, and I should say that there, there'll be a link in the description here with the PDF with all these character sheets uh, and stuff filled out and the crew and stuff, so you can that and follow along and, and see what we're talking about as we go. Um, so, you guys are a crew of scoundrels in Duskwall City trying to make your way in the cruel world, rise up factions of the uh, criminal organizations and the city institutions and weird cults and everything, try to, try to make your way to the top. Um, let's introduce your characters and talk about who they are and, and uh, briefly kind of go over what their deal is? Who wants to start?
1: I'll go. Uh, all right. RC Keel was the XO of the Nightbreaker, a steamship that was a Leviathan hunter. She uh, was never a good leader, but she was a very good enforcer. Uh, if she had a clear direction, she knew how to whip men up into shape and how to crack skulls when they uh, when they wouldn't follow orders. Um, when she realized, uh, after, after hunting for a time, um, that there, she realized that her, her captain had just uncanny luck at, at hunting leviathans and, uh, eventually discovered that it was because he was in cohorts with, with one. That the leviathans are not, uh, they're not a unified front, that they have their own internal wars and he was getting information from one to, to, uh, fight their enemies, um, and so, of course, when you've got a whole captain, a whole ship, and a Leviathan against you, what else are you going to do but team up with a Leviathan yourself to try and overthrow him? And that <laughs> went really badly. And now RC is on the run uh, with her one uh, contact that uh, the bosun of the ship, who uh, still is loyal to her, uh, though, though he serves, uh, she's on the run. She has to hide and can't contact her family because uh, she's a fugitive.
2: Awesome. That's great. Adam, what why don't you go next?
3: Okay. Sure. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, I am playing Oscar Skurlock. Uh, he's a creepy as hell 14 year old kid uh, that is the descendant of the Skurlock line. So he's uh, bound to the Demon Sitara and uh, is the Whisperer of the Batch. So um, he grew up kind of really strange, this, like, broken-down, haunted manor with, like, more ghosts than people as friends, uh, knows a lot of the city's underworld and, uh, um, kind of believes in the family legacy and wants to sort of, like, return it to some sort of position of prominence. definitely has, uh, some airs, particularly for a kid. Uh, but for all that, can, uh, see the supernatural, cover the angle, scare off some ghosts and, uh, do what needs to be done. So.
2: Nice. Uh, so, uh, I'm playing uh, Cantor Haig, um, and uh, he's never been on a boat. He doesn't know any ghosts. He just gets shit done. Some people, you know, want to give orders, and some people want to cast spells, but all Cantor wants is to make some money on the street. So, uh, I'm, the, I'm, the, yeah, I'm the member of the crew that uh, is out there every day slinging products while, uh, while these two do their business.
0: Got to get up on the corners. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it.
2: Yep. Product
1: isn't going to sell itself. Exactly.
0: So, Adam, um, are you are you a founding member of of this, this crew, or are you like a new acquisition, or what's your what's your story?
2: Um, I probably got involved. Uh, yeah, like recently. Um, I, I don't imagine that I was a founding member. Probably through, like, a favor to, like, a family member or something. Maybe, like, you know, uh, one of my, my, like, uncles or something, or, like, a cousin of mine knows one of the other characters.
1: Are you, are you tight them, with yeah. uh, one of our rooks, like uh, Grever, or Lizelle, or Corlane
2: Yeah, maybe. I got a lot of friends, man. I got a lot of friends. So, <laughs> yeah, so, like, I think I think that someone else, like... You owed you guys owed somebody else a, a favor, and I'm the favor.
0: <laughs> nice. You got to give this kid a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to learn the the ways the street gets tough.
2: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> cool, cool. Um, so, Sean, do you, are you thinking that RC was kind of the instigator here? That that because of what happened to you, you were, were desperate
1: and like turned to a life of crime kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. RC's got the. Um, R.C.'s got the the background experience, Uh, so I envision that she's older. I think R.C.'s in her, uh, you know, I think R.C.'s in her late 30s. She's she's had, she's led two lives now, and this is, um, she's been underground for a while, and I think that she realized the only way she could stay afloat was by uh, selling Leviathan blood. Um, Ultimately, she wants to take back that damn ship. Like, she hasn't forgotten. That mutiny is still fucking on. It's just, delayed. It's so, delayed. slow. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, I think she brought product and, and has if if didn't have the plan, because she's not really a planner, uh, created an opportunity. Yeah, gotcha. Cool. So
2: do we do we have like a regular Connection for the stuff, or do we just have a supply that you like took off the boat and we're running I mean, out? We've got the bosun, harrington. Okay, cool. So there's a regular hookup. Yep. Yeah, he's our supplier. One big bat of leviathan
0: oil that's slowly running.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're just cutting it with more and more like swamp water and shit.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, when times are tough, <laughs> you
2: gotta do what you gotta do.
0: You gotta step on it a few times before it goes out on the street. That's right. You don't just wanna sell pure Leviathan blood. Come on. Yeah, seriously. hour. <laughs> uh, so what's your
2: um, Adam, what's uh what's your vice, your character's vice? Uh, I believe my vice is uh, luxuries.
0: Ah right. You like to feel like to feel rich and important.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I own, like, one really nice article of clothing I wear all the time, uh, yeah. with the intention of it being, like, a seed article for, you know, a full closet of nice coats and shiny boots. Yeah. What it's is what's the What's the nice thing you wear that's... Oh, uh, it's, it's my, my coat. The coat's not such a big deal, but it's got, like, baller gold buttons on it, and right. I wear it constantly.
1: Do they match? Are they like a full matching set? Or are they like
2: they, they match if you're standing at a respectable distance from me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> too close. Close enough to look.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but then what are you doing up in my business anyway? Haggard is
0: that? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about Arcee? What's what, what's her vice? How
1: does she blow all her time and money? Uh, and RC always hooks up with the wrong people. Clares and company excluded, or maybe not. <laughs> RC's uh, R.C. Spice's affiliation, um, not only did she, you know, talk to Leviathans, which you're not supposed to do, but she just regularly gets, um, gets caught talking to the wrong people and it always looks exactly the way it is, <laughs> which is that she's fucking up. Um, she was sleeping around on her husband and, um, and blows all her time, uh, blows all her money and time on people she, they're really bad for her. nice
0: affiliations. And, Strash, I see that uh, Oscar's vice is listed as weird. What does that mean, exactly?
3: Uh, is it so something I,
0: that can be explained?
3: I, I think it's, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where, like, Oscar is constantly, like, e- even when he gets, like, a whole ton of money, he'll blow it on some, like, bizarre statuary or, like, Uh, things that don't seem to, like, make necessarily a lot of sense, but he's always looking for, like, mystic ingredients, and he keeps saying that he needs to stock his lab with stuff, and, you know, that stuff's expensive, so... uh, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sort of... um, It's interesting because, uh, like, oftentimes, uh, he'll actually wear nicer clothes, but all of them are kind of, like, Red bare, and Old, as if, like, they've been packed away and mothballed for, like, a long time. So you're just,
2: like, way out of style all the time?
3: I'm, like, a hundred years out of style. I'm clearly not wearing clothes that were bought for me, so.
2: They don't fit you, right?
3: They're not scared. They're
0: too big, right?
3: Right. And so, uh, so yeah, I I think, like, he never seems to worry about that. It's always, like, uh, you you know, most of the time you'll you'll find him, like, uh, talking about how he needs to buy, like, he, he he complains because he needs to buy gold dust because he needs to like make some sort of like specific circle that requires it, or uh, he needs this ancient tome and he'll have to run one or two jobs to go get it, and then he'll have to like hunt through like booksellers and stuff like that. So his vices are like his obsession and his like drive to sort of like understand his own bloodline and complete these projects that you know his his teacher, so to speak, uh, the the invisible teacher that he always talks to, is is giving him those assignments.
1: I, I love the idea that there's like some ritual you could totally use with salt, but you're like, no, oh, I gotta use gold dust for this, you know, to get it just right.
3: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, don't you know it's a far better conductor? And you never know what side effects you're gonna get if you just use salt. I mean, this you know, has been pick. ink for a while.
0: <laughs> nice. So, would you say, uh, Strauss, do you, does Oscar actually trust these people in the crew, or? Uh, is this an arrangement of, of convenience or, or or is it friendship or what
3: so I, I think I actually probably was one of the people that helped RC out uh, and Sean feel free to
1: yeah no I, I love it RC, uh, RC the hand to get to get so, help. It so, to uh,
3: small details uh, I, I, I'm actually uh, John and I talked a little bit and one of the things that he mentioned is that Sitara used to be like a sea demon and knows the songs of the Leviathan. So I think that there's probably, like, when shit went so- yeah, exactly. So you made it to shore, and I was probably there to, like, help, you know, cover escapes and things like that. We've sort of been palling around for a while. So I think you and I probably have a, a bit of a camaraderie going. Like, it, even if we don't necessarily understand each other, we, like, trust each other, right? Because, like, we've had each other's backs. And I think that if uh, uh, Adam's character has has sort of come in more recently, we're still sort of feeling that out. But, you know, he's got this... Gang of people that he seems to be in charge of, and he seems pretty awesome at his job. So, well, he
0: is the only legitimate like gang street cred guy. Even though he's like to the other guys, he's a total young one, newbie. But to you guys, he's got a seem legit, right? You're like an ex ship captain and a, and a pseudo noble, but he's like an actual sort of criminal type. Yep. Yeah. So, do you feel that way, Cantor? Do you feel like you show him in this, show up at this crew, and it's just like not? Nothing like the stories your uncles have told you about, about gang life.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if if this were if this were Breaking Bad, like one of them one of them is Heisenberg and one of them is Saul and I'm Jesse. I'm Jesse over here. Like I'm nobody, but I like to talk big because I know they don't know that.
1: Totally, yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna change something then because I took uh, I took back I took experience with background as uh, underground, which would like imply that I was like like sat in the underground. But I really love the idea of of uh, cancer being the underground, like the one who knows about the underground. So I'm gonna kill if nobody minds. I'm gonna kill experience. And I'm just gonna say my background is labor from being the uh, the XO. Take something else because I, I totally dig. The idea of RC being sort of a fish out of water when it comes to...
2: Uh, yeah, nautical puns. Nice. I like that. It's good. I get one. Yeah, that was, that was your but one. Your one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm taking it right
1: now. So I'm no longer Underworld. All right, so while, yeah, while Sean's doing that,
0: something we didn't really hit real quick, if, if no one knows what Blades in the Dark is, uh, maybe you're getting an idea now, but um, the character types, we didn't really talk about those exactly... Drosh made his player. I think. Planned. Whisper. Whisper is obviously the weirdo, not really a wizard, but definitely in that ballpark. Um, consorts with ghosts and demons, and, and has strange powers. Uh, although Drosh's character does have legit, like, supernatural powers, um, which we'll see, I'm sure, when we play. Um, and then Adam Hunter is a uh, lurk. I believe this is his, his character class. So his his whole deal is like sneaking around and being being stabbing people in the back in the dark and stuff, that kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Does he have any um talents in like upfront violence and, and fighting and stuff, or is that not his thing?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I spread it around. Um I yeah. took my special ability, I took daring, so whatever I do I, I do it with guts. Nice. nice. Um
0: what about you, Josh? Is uh is Oscar like all weird whispery stuff or do you have any outlying um act there that
3: Uh, so let's, uh, well, obviously his power is, uh, the ability to channel, so he can, uh, he can attune and channel, uh, so there's gonna be, like, legit supernatural stuff going on, but, uh, he's, uh, he's got Prowl, so he sneaks around and the Batman thing, and also he has Consort, because, uh, one of the things that I really like about this game and I wanted to bring into play is the fact that all the characters start with allies and friends, and you heard a little bit about you know my family, my mentor, and all this other weirdness. So uh, he 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 knows he knows people in the supernatural community that he can get a hold of and get things moved. So that's that's one of the things he does. He is not a murderer though. I have no fight skills at all, like fourteen. Not,
0: not a murderer. At worst, he's not a murderer. That's hilarious. You're, you're adorable. <laughs> um. So while we're on that subject, uh, oh, and, and Sean, sorry, Sean. Sean, you're playing a cutter. Yeah. Uh, Sort of tough, tough, and also commanding
1: uh, character type. Um, did did you take take a new special ability? Uh, I took cipher. Um, I think that uh, being on the ship, she had to be able to read maps and uh, spectrology gear. She's got. She still has uh, some of my gear. I, t- I took that as took that as my gear. That that, yeah. that um, the the captain is going to uh, when like not on duty turn to their XO to to. Uh, take care of things, so I think she had to have a reasonable ability to um, to steer a ship and to understand. Yeah, and um, and I also took you know some social skills in terms of both that she's a good read of people. I think why she trusts uh, uh, Oscar is realizing that uh, fucking weird as this fucking kid is, uh, he's he's he, he, his, his interest in her was legit, and and uh, so she. she Trust him from from the get go, um, and, uh, and a little bit of sway that um, she still got some play with. Uh, she can still talk sense into people when she doesn't have to. Uh, she doesn't have to crack their skulls. So nothing supernatural at all, but um, spread out amongst the other.
3: Cool.
0: Um, and
1: y- did you pick another special ability besides experience? Yeah, I took not as bad as it looked. I have a feeling that, like, um...
3: Oh, you're tough.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling that when she washed up on shore, it was literally, like, she washed up on shore. Like...
0: She's just, like, covered in, well, covered in all kinds of blood. Some of it, her own blood. And exactly. Like, um, ah, fine, I'll be all right. <laughs> so,
1: so the reason... I, I think that's the reason why, uh, you know, she's been able to sort of Stay under under wraps as long as she has is because they were she was assumed dead, like she was. Oh, nice. so, she oh was that's yeah, it's really good. Throwing off that boat and yeah, she literally washed up. Oh, I love that. Yeah, cool. Um, okay,
0: one last question and then we can keep uh, going here. Um, so, gosh, you mentioned it. All of you have a list of contacts and friends and stuff. That you know well and reach out to, but you pick one of them as your like main lover or best friend or longtime partner or ally or something like that. Like sort of the next circle outside the crew of, of people that, that you're connected to. Um who, uh you chose who did you choose for yours again?
3: <laughs> Mine is the Demon Sitara. Uh yeah, uh-huh. he made a pact, an ancient pact with my family line. And I can see her. She speaks to me constantly, but not a lot of other people can. Some supernats might be able to kind of get a glimpse, uh, it, or people that are attuned. Uh, and so, one of the things that's weird about Oscar is he's constantly talking to thin air, uh, and he tells people, like particularly the gang, he's like, "No, this is my teacher." And so, you guys kind of get the gist. It's like, no, it's not a ghost. It's it's uh, someone's been teaching me for a long time. So yeah, that's that's his special friend. Like, it looks decades. like it looks like
2: Oscar needs to learn the first commandment. Never get high on your own supply. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking I just started watching
1: True Detective, and um, Matthew McConaughey's character is just like so wacky, and I just love it when like Woody Harrelson's just like, this is when you need to shut up. This is when you <laughs> need to shut up. Like that that is that is a scene I imagine with Oscar it's when like, a like the a like, case of quiet reflection.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. probably it's probably happened more than once. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, okay, Sean, Ar- RC. who's Arcee's, uh, like, close...
1: Guess... Arcee's with Marlene, a uh, pugilist. Marlene. Yeah, um, yeah. Marlene is the one who has messed up Arcee's marriage, and, um, and... Oh, yeah, Marlene messed it up, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, she's bad for her, but, um... <laughs> But Marlene is a place where RC has, when, when when shit is low, she's hit out in her place. Um, and the two of them uh, have many times gone out on the prowl uh, uh, at night, getting drunk and getting in bar fights. And um, they're 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 good company for each other for that, or perhaps very bad company for each other for that. But uh, yeah, now Marlene's like like
2: her sister or her lover or both. Uh, Adam, <laughs> uh, my favorite friend is uh, Petra. Uh, she is a longtime friend, city clerk. She's my girl at Central Booking. Yeah, nice. Uh, so yeah, I mean we we met because I was getting arrested, and uh, she tells me when people are coming or going from the city uh, jails, uh, the, the hands of the inspectors. You,
0: you, usually, your friends and family,
2: right? Yeah, usually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know a lot of I know a lot of people, so yeah. Nice. Uh, so cool.
0: Those are the characters, um, and for the crew type, so each crew has like a different sort of archetype or or playbook, character class, whatever you want to call it. Um, and tonight, you guys are playing hawkers uh, instead of smugglers or assassins or thieves or whatever. Um, Hawkers are the the ones who uh, sell uh, illegal stuff, um, um, usually illegal, sometimes immoral too, uh, uh, drug dealers or, or whatever else you want to um, consider them as. Um, if you want to play Walt and Jesse, that's definitely the way to go. <laughs>
4: um,
0: you uh, Because of Sean's background, we decided that the product you're moving, at least to start, you can always expand. Um is Leviathan blood, which is uh, out in the black oceans of the world uh, where stars twinkle from the bottoms of the depths, and they're all weird and magical. Um, these giant demons, these huge whale-sized demons, prowl around, and the people of the city send big iron steamships out to hunt them, and it's a, it's a whaling operation, but they, um, they use the demon blood in various ways. And one way they use it is it turns into this substance called electroplasm, which is this weird uh, electrical oil thing um, uh, you play dishonored the video game they have like lightning oil in that game it's, it's a lot like that um, but it's very important and the noble families of the city are, guard the distribution distill refining of it selling of it very closely it's, it's totally illegal to sell it um, outside special bit the Lord of the city and all kinds of stuff like that um, very hard thing to get a hold of. Unrefined is a little easier to get, which is probably what you guys have. Yeah. um, Finding ways to refine it and sell the the veteran version of the product is probably something you're going to have.
3: So, uh, one thing that I wanted to mention is um, you guys know that uh, Oscar's been talking, like, my, my diehard first goal is to actually fix that problem. He's been talking about putting together a lab and brewing stuff, and he needs specific things, because keeping Ghost contained and things like that is very problematic, but uh, I'm totally on refining it for us, because I'm planning to pick up some alchemy, so...
1: That, that, that's, like, the totally obvious step. Uh, unrefined is, worth, is way harder to transport, it's, it's worth less, it's harder to sell. If we have the finished product, we can totally broaden our, our, our audience, so, absolutely. Totally. So we already went through a process of going through
0: the factions of the city, the criminals and the cops, and the cults and other gangs and everything. And we've kind of created a profile of who uh, who you're friendly to, who you sort of have allies with, who your enemies are. We don't need to go through all that right now, but um, to kind of kick off the game, one, there are several ways we can approach the beginning here. We're just kind of improvising it right now. I didn't. This is this is not very a, a very prep-heavy game. It's it's led by you guys and your characters and kind of what you want to pursue. So. What's on the table right now, one is this refinement angle, uh, looking into that. That's obviously something we can pursue and lay out some goals and maybe see it, see where that leads. Um, another way to go is to take a look at this faction list that we came up with, see who you're friendly with, who your enemies are, um, and we can talk about maybe looking for a, a way to boost uh, status with one of those people, or to hurt the people that are certainly coming after you. Um, although I don't think you have any negative twos with anyone yet. They're all negative ones, so you don't have any, like, super hostile, actually sending dudes after you. You're not you're not there yet. You just have people that don't like you very much. Um, not exactly likable. Right. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> so the faction list is sort of option two for, for a, a, a mission or a score, we can call it. Um, you might want to hurt someone who doesn't like you. Try to win their trust back. Maybe try to make friends. Turn that thing around. That would be a way to go. Um, one interesting fact is you all chose a particular faction, the Dimmer Sisters, uh, as as friendly, which means you have the highest maximum starting relationship with them—a plus three status. Uh, which means they they're not just your friends. They're they're actually they'll actually go out of their way to help you without expecting anything in return. Um, although they Expect you to treat them that way too. If they ask you for help, um, they expect you to do it just because you because you trust and like each other. You have this really sh- strong bond, and they're super weird. Um, they're they're recluses who people say they drink blood. People say they drink Leviathan blood, actually, um, which maybe is one reason why they like you.
1: Uh, as I said, I mean, have I a mean, relationship really started, as
0: professional. Yeah, maybe maybe you sold them some blood and then you sort of built it up from there. Um, it's it's a great icebreaker. Uh, <laughs> selling blood to somebody, um, but they 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 never leave their house. Um, there's at least two of them. There could be a lot more. Um, people don't really know for sure. So, they're they're another avenue for, uh, you know, potentially getting new customers. They have access to uh, potentially higher class clients and stuff like that. Um, and 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 since they don't ever leave their house. Uh, if you wanted to help them out and do a favor for them, uh, I could certainly um, think of something for them to throw your way. So I guess you know, as a crew here, you're you're still just starting out. You've you've th- I think you've recently just acquired Cantor onto the team. Um, you're getting your new supply in from Harrington tonight. Um, he's he's going to bring a skiff in um, up up the canals all the way up to Six Towers, where Skirlock Manor. It's dilapidated. Chevy, uh, um, per- perfect sort of cover, right? It's like, it's like this. It's almost it's abandoned, right? Among these much nicer estates. So yeah, and they're not all packed super close. Like the rest of the city is really dense, but Six Towers, like Squirrelock Manor, has a lawn and and trees and a pond. This like fitted, stinking, you know, pond. Uh, the, the windows are cracked and broken, and there's no lights inside most of the time. And people know that, like, there's still a skirlock in there, but nobody nobody comes knocking on the door. It, they they just ignore you. Plus, there's this really great uh, sort of subterranean um, access to the canals and stuff like that. So when everything goes just right, and so far things have been going pretty well, uh, Harrington's able to get his Harrington and your and your rooks. You have a little crew of. Uh, of four that that help you help out your operation um, they're able to pull up um, very light traffic in the richer parts of the of the city on the canals <coughs> sneak their way into the subterranean canal entrance and, and offload at, at the uh, at the manor um, and then from there it's your it's <laughs> harrington tips his cap and it's your it's your problem to unload it from there but uh, so that that's all arranged. Uh, Harrington's coming tonight, and we can we can play through that or just skip over it whatever you want to do. But you're about to get a new shipment, you're gonna need to unload it. You only have so much space to store this stuff, right? So if you don't if you don't get rid of it, then uh, you kind of miss your opportunities for resupplies and that kind of thing.. Um, so uh, just gut feelings. Right off the top of your head, at, at, as a group of players here, we can think about what your characters really want, but as players, you know, is there something that you're kind of just feeling right now, like, you want to mess up your enemies, you want to expand, you want to deal with turf issues, because you have no sales turf whatsoever right now, it's all just catch-as-catch-can. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think um, I think like the delivery isn't uh, because it's not threatened yet. I think that's not important. I don't feel the need to play out the like, hey old friend, scene. Um,
0: yeah, no, you guys, you, you actually took. You have a secure layer. That's one of the options you chose for your layer, uh, and you don't have the blue coats and the inspectors both are negative, but they're not hunting you yet. So I don't think you have, and you don't have a rival crew that's actually coming for you yet. You're right on the cusp of all these things. Yeah, so I think, I think delivery is like a done deal. That that goes down without a hitch, and um,
1: that's not going to be an issue. And uh, this this could even come to be like a, an in character argument where we're 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 arguing over what's the next thing to do. But uh, but like you said, we don't have any sales turf, and that's that's why uh, I mean that's why Cantor is is so valuable is because we that's what we need like we can't just sell to the Dimmer sisters like they've been a great client they've been good but we need to expand so as much as we wanna get a get a lab and refine all this I think like like basics are I think we're looking at Cancer to to uh, help us set up distribution
2: yeah I mean I figure the warehouse is getting full right we got lots of product now We gotta get up there and move it so. yeah. yeah yep
1: So, so all I, right. I think that would be a good place to start is looking for...
2: Just find some... Yeah, I mean, we want to find some other, like, penny-ante gang with less tough people than us and take their corners, right? like That's basically what it works.
0: Yeah. The city is so old and so densely packed that every every space is accounted for. It's all claimed yeah. So the only way to get anything is to take it away. From somebody so the else. question
3: is, what's a good place to, to move product, right? Like, where... where who buys unrefined... Uh, Leviathan oil.
2: Refined is such a nice word. I mean, we can just mix it with stuff and water it down and sell it in, like, a bad part of town for whatever. I mean, like, there's got to be some profitable use for this that doesn't apply to wizards.
3: Uh, Yes, actually, it's... uh, It can be... Well, the nobility use it to control access to power. Uh, It's used for, like, I don't know, heating and electrical stuff, too. It's sort of, of...
2: the kind of people I'm looking to sell it to need to know whether they can snort it or smoke it or shoot it so
3: it's got to be mixed so maybe maybe we're looking for an operation
0: yeah.
1: yeah I think we don't really care what way they're gonna take it ingest it um, but but that's I think that's where we that's where we should start is, is yeah so this, this is a thing you can do this is a this is a, a talent your
0: characters have is. Um, you can reach out to people you know, your connections, um, consort with them. Yeah, meet them at a bar, have a quick conversation, and and pick up a lead on on a on a good opportunity. Um, that's that's totally a a thing you can do.
1: Right. I, I, one of the I think it's the, it's the gather information move. Right. Is that we can also ask questions like, what other way, like, what ways can we sell this on a like low level uh, uh, always can we sell this to uh, um, the, the Cantor... like fit in in and milieu right like always can we yeah. sell this as a drug always can we sell this as uh, as something recreational that we can be yeah, exactly.
0: instead of trying to think of what its intended use is right okay, I mean
2: we can, uh, we can get to the highfalutin okay. alchemy later but right now we just need to make some money right? Exactly. So, who wants to take the lead here on uh,
0: on this? Uh, like, is it is this a canter thing to like reach out and find uh, some turf that's going to be amenable to underlying demon blood sales?
2: Well, yeah, my my thought. I mean, I'm not I'm not super like uh, stuck on the idea of finding turf where it's going to sell to the right clientele. Like, I figure people will come get it, but we just need to safe place to sell it from. Yeah, and yeah, and I figure that. Um, like my contact, right? Like Petra, like if I reach out to her, she can probably tell me like if a significant portion of a gang has been arrested recently. And if they're all in jail, we can go and take their stuff. Because what are they gonna do? They're in jail. <laughs> totally. So yeah, that that would be a thing that I, I would be into doing. Yep. Cool. Okay. Let's let's start with that. Okay. So,
0: um, let's, 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 like, set up the scene here. Um, is this, is this a situation where you're like, okay, let's go, and everyone, <laughs> everyone leaves the manor from Six Towers, goes down to, uh, sort of, uh, Charter Hall area where the city offices are, and, um, makes your way as a crew together to do this, or is this something where you're like, no, I got this, you know, I'll, I'll
2: be back, just sit tight. I, f- I figure I'd probably do it uh, on my own because I, I don't know like I don't want to spook my contact with these weirdos. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, RC isn't real keen on going down to City Hall anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't go and see her at work necessarily, but like right, on on her lunch break or whatever when you get off like meet me at the bar.
0: Nice. Okay. Um, okay, so let's uh, we're we're gonna do a roll. We're gonna see how much <laughs> uh, information you can gather here. So this is the kind of thing where um, she is like your closest contact and friend. So it's yeah. not a case that you can. She's not gonna talk to you, right? She's, she's definitely gonna talk to you, and she's definitely gonna tell you yeah. stuff. Um, is it useful? Do you ask the right questions? Does she think to tell you the right stuff? That's what we're gonna find out. Yeah. Uh, how how useful is the info? So, what action are you using to uh, to deal with her here?
2: Um, probably I guess sway or influence.
0: Um, sure, yeah, you could use sway. Uh, Consort is kind of the friendly action, and sway is sort of the manipulative one. Yeah, Um,
2: I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not friendly. Consort is not a thing I have.
0: (laughs) Okay, so even with your best friends, you're you're like, hey, you know, you owe me. Like you're like you're like laying it on the line with her and.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like putting. I wouldn't say that the relationship is one where I like put pressure on, but it's definitely like, I, I've heard the phrase "I shouldn't be telling you this" like so many times now that I don't, <laughs> I don't even go through all the like trying to convince. So I'm like, you're gonna tell me, and we're gonna get drunk, and it's gonna be great, but this first. Nice. Yeah. So she's, um, you
0: know, it's always sort of night, right? Like, there's d- during the because the sun's all fucked up from the cataclysm and. During dawn, the, the sky gets kind of sort of amber, and then at twilight it gets sort of purple, and the rest of the time it's just night all the time. Um, so I was gonna say she's like a second shift person, but whatever, who knows? It's yeah. the time all weird. <laughs> uh, but she she goes on her break, and you know when you go down there, it's like uh, it's like going down to city hall in any city. It's it's in a fairly nice part of town. Um, there's professional like merchants and tradespeople around there's blue coats on patrol, there's inspectors coming in with case files, and then there's, like, a bunch of criminals everywhere, like, waiting to report for trials and getting out of jail and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So you you kind of fit in. You're, you're not... You, you would normally kind of stick out in a, in a nicer part of town like this, but right around where Petra works, it, no one looks at you twice. So, uh... You, you know the little the little tavern that she likes to go to on her break to... to uh, Eat her lunch and drink a beer and stuff. So, <clears throat> um, you can slink in there, and it, it's all like uh, city hall workers and um, off-duty cops and that kind of stuff. Uh, and they they all kind of know you by sight. They they know your they arrested your dad and your uncles and stuff. And yeah, the you know when when right when you come in the door, a blue coat is leaving with his the rest of his lunch wrapped in a in a paper bag, and uh, he just does the, like, thousand-yard stare and just puts his shoulder into your chest as he... Why
2: is mm. no, just because he knows he can. Yeah. You don't do anything about that, do you? No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. I Like, I don't... It, I mean, it depends on who's watching. Like, if it's all... If I'm just surrounded by cops and city workers, then no, like, I'm not going to do anything. But if there's yeah. anybody,
0: like... There's this little microsecond where you, when... It's, like, these stairs that go down into... It's, like, a basement shop.
1: Yeah. You're
0: coming out, and you're bending over to come, come down... And if for just one second, it's just the two of you up real close face-to-face, so yeah. you could whisper something to him or mess with him if you wanted to out of sight, but otherwise it just, it just
2: passes by. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, if, if there's nobody watching that's worth, like, making a show for, then I don't...
0: Oh, no, not sure really. you
2: have to make a big deal out of it. You'd have to, like... Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So you make your way down, and uh, Petra's down there... Um, She's, uh, I'm picturing her as, like, older, like, older sister age range or something like that. Like yeah, probably. 30 or something, maybe. Um, but she, she's a cleric, she's, like, got her tidy, sort of, like, wearing a suit and a vest and a, and a tie. Um, she's got ink stains on her fingers, um, she's a, she's a school blender, um, she's from the, the isle way up north that was just unified during the the War of Scotland Unity a few years ago, but she's been in the city for her whole life. Um, but she still has that, like, Scopeland accent. Uh, and, uh, she, so she, she's sort of Scottish-looking, sort of pale and freckly with red hair and, um, <clears throat> uh, gravelly voice. <clears throat> and uh, she smiles when she sees you and, and sort of shakes her head because she knows, like, uh, yeah, what, is, what does Cantor want? He's coming to see me on my lunch break. That's... that's there's only one reason for that. He's not going to buy me a drink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she sips so be beer. She actually orders another one for you.
2: <laughs> Cause she knows how this works. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh
0: huh. You know, it, it works both ways, right? You've helped her out in the past too. It's not. It's not all one way. But today. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, okay, so uh, we we don't have to play the whole conversation. But, um, you, can kind of, kind of give me your, the impression you put on her when you?
2: Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, I probably play it like, um, and this is a normal way of interchanging information for us, where I play it like I've got some big thing coming up, and I just need like a little bit of her help, like a little bit of information, and then I can like turn my shit around and like this, this will be the last time, you know, because like I'm this, this, this next gig is gonna be the big one. Um, and I, I never make it clear what I'm doing or, or what I need the information for, but the promise is always sort of halfway. Like, you know, things are going to get better for me if you just help me with this. So there's a little bit of a guilt trip type of sorta. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's never like I'm going to go straight. If I if you do this, it's like things are just going to be good for me, and you don't need to know anything else about mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. you just want you you want me to have nice things, right? Like, <laughs> you know. So I I play That's like what? I'm in a tough spot. I think I forgot to ask you this. What's, what's character look
0: like? Like what's your, what's, what's your look?
2: Um, probably like I, I identify as, uh, Akarosi, right? Like I'm, I'm from here. My family's from here, but like ethnically, I mean, who knows, right? Like it's, um, an orphan and like, you know, like I knew my parents, but they, they died or like went away and abandoned me. Um, so I'm, like, ethnically kind of ambiguous. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I've got, like, I feel like... In general, the way I picture them is fairly, like,
0: uh, I don't know, a Hungarian-ish, uh, nor- northern Black Sea, kind. it's Greek, uh, sort of, um, just that that kind of Eastern European, Southern Eastern European... Yeah, kind of sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Sure. So probably
2: there's probably like a little like using that analogy, there's probably like a little like North Africa in me too. Like yeah, absolutely. Kind of hard to tell. Um, and uh, yeah, like kind of unassuming. I, I'm maybe shorter than I act like I am. Um, yeah. And uh, like try to yeah, take absolutely. up space. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. And yeah, if like a coat really on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of like forced swagger. And I try to like, yeah, dress myself up, um, and uh, and act like I I belong places I don't, and like it's all about the the projection. Um, and if it works, people remember me as being more impressive than I am, and if it doesn't work, I just look kind of like, like sad and like, oh okay, like he's obviously trying to be like a big shot. But... <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, cool. and uh, I took I took little enough gear that I'm not like walking around, like, packing all this equipment. Um, so I, I, I blend in pretty easily, but I'm not afraid to, like, show my, like, pistol or my knife if I want to intimidate someone, so it's always at, like, close uh, close range. I can hide it from the cops, but anytime anyone else is around, I can just be like, yeah, look, I have a gun too, sucker. Yeah.
0: Um, you The lifting the shirt move or, you're like... Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah exactly. O- open the coat. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, and I, I actually think that like it's probably uh, I probably don't like use it very often. Like I'm not I, I have like points in mayhem and murder, but I probably don't have to rely on them very much because most of what I do is just bravado and just being like, yeah, I have a gun, ergo, let's not let's not go to that place. Yeah, um, but I I think like with with Petra, I'm pretty like some of that is tamed down and I'm uh, pretty like to be pretty charming and, and legit, but also like I think that she gets that the bravado is a bit of a joke. Um, so I play that out with her. Nice.
0: Yeah, I think I think she kind of enjoys it. Um, she deals with a lot of criminals and cops all the time and that's kind of her world. Like Everyone's kind of putting it on to some degree. Yeah. It doesn't really bother her. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, cool. So let, let's see how it goes. Um, you guys had a talk about opportunities and um, it's pretty open, too. Like, there's cops and stuff around, but nobody cares. Uh, like, you could just say to her if you wanted, like, hey, we're trying to sell some stuff. We need to, like, it, it, would, it, no one would not even blink an eye at that. Or even yeah. Really. Um, okay, so the way we're gonna do this is you said you're using Sway. Mm-hmm. you take, uh, start with dice equal to your Sway, whatever that is. It is a startling one. What do you know? Uh... <laughs> Uh, you get a bonus die if your background matches your target's background. What's your what's your background? Uh, underworld? Uh, yeah, actually, her background is Underworld, too. Um, okay. she, she, she is technically uh, a sort of laborer now, but she comes from, she comes from an Underworld background.
2: Yeah, I figure, I figure that she and I went in different directions. Like, she went legit, and I went criminal, and it could just as easily have been reversed in different circumstances.
0: Totally. So you get this bonus because when you manipulate or murder someone who shares your background or, or, do, <laughs> or do anything against them, where you're a target, uh, knowing knowing how they think and what they want and, and, and stuff helps you perform better. Mm-hmm. Um, I can give you a bonus dice if I offer you a Devil's Bargain, and um, so can any other player. It's not just the GM's uh, job. Um, the Devil's Bargain is always... A catch right you you you're better at the role but there's some downside and it, it isn't like if you fail or something it's just a, it's just a straight-up deal take the die in exchange for whatever um, so I might say this would be a, a weird one for this situation but I might say like you could really lean on her and strain the relationship really badly mm. um, yeah. for, for a bonus die Um but uh, if someone has an idea for what we could offer, there
1: isn't always a good devil's bargain in every situation. So I see an obvious one, which is that um, the blue coats are mildly interested in us, um, and I mean we don't have—they're not actively hunting us. But if they're all around, most of them acting like they don't care, um, we might get really great information. But uh, one of them could totally overhear and put the pieces together later. And and uh, we we you know start getting heat almost immediately. There's like one legit it. cop, one legit cop in a room full of slackers. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh. The one guy that's actually fucking paying attention. So one one bonus
0: die in exchange for one heat.
2: Yeah, I'll take that. All
0: right. I I like it. That's that's bold. <laughs> uh, you make a note so I don't forget your heat. Alright, so you're up to three dice. Uh, now, the final one would be uh, if you had backup, if you had your team here, um, they could they could spend it, One of them could spend a stress, take a stress uh, to give you a bonus die to, to help. You know, that's the general helping system. Um, but you decide to go it alone, so no, no backup for you right now. You're on your own on this one. Yep. Yeah. Now, because we have a Whisper in play and because there is magic and weirdness in Duskwall... Um, there are cases where that won't be a restriction. Like if Strauss really wanted to, he could be like, "Hey, I can I can hear what they're saying from a distance. I'm I'm weird. I'm a whisper. I can totally whisper something to him to help him out." And, and yeah, cl- cloak me in privacy fog. or oh, whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all available. And any any kind of like flashbacky setup stuff or just revelation of powers can can be totally off the cuff. It doesn't have to be. Set up in advance meticulously or anything like that. So if you if you think of a way to help, even if the teamwork isn't set up ahead of time, it's very fluid. Uh, it, it it's those rules are to accommodate what we want to be cool in the game, not to not to silo off what you were allowed to say. Uh, so, <laughs> but I don't know if that's a case Strauss, here. If you want to get all, I think
3: I, I think we're good. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for you know those times when things are really rough. So
2: yeah. yeah. So yeah. you don't want to just be Come stress
3: out. battery for us, Trash? <laughs> I
1: feel like this is also Cantor's element, and yeah. uh, it's like this is what we're this is like what we're hoping to like the Cantor will provide us. So yeah. I don't see our, our I don't I certainly don't see RC as being uh, like she's willing to, but I don't see her as as um, I mean I, I, like I, I can imagine her like waiting around the corner and be like, "What'd you get?" You know, but it's not helpful. <laughs> it's just hopeful. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Um, so uh, now we're going to make the roll to, to see how it goes. So there's sort of two parts to this. There's the uh, possibility for trouble part, and then there's the how much, uh, how good is the info part. Yep. So the possibility for trouble part is the action roll, and there's there's three ways that can, three positions you can be in to make that roll. There's a desperate position when everything's stacked against you, there's a risky position, sort of the default. Uh, position and then there's controlled when you kind of got things where you want them and you're in a good spot. Uh, things aren't going crazy and you're you're safer. Um, I I would say this is again this is something I don't decide as the GM. We all have a have a say in this, but um, my gut feeling is that this is basically as controlled as it gets for information gathering. I mean, yeah, you're you're surrounded by a bunch of cops, ironically, but. <laughs> it's hard to imagine a better case for cancer getting info than this. Like, you're...
2: Yeah. You have a lot to
1: get to me. So you talking to this contact. This is exactly the kind of information you expect yeah. to get. This There's is- no real-time
0: pressure. No one's hunting for you right now. You know, this, this happens a lot at the very beginning of a Blades of the Dark series. Like, you need to really enjoy this part. <laughs> uh, because... It it may never again return to you. Yeah,
2: we're all still fresh. (laughs) Yeah,
0: of safety, and and assassins are around every corner and stuff, so might as well roll the controlled moves while you can, right? Yeah, totally. Um, Okay, so you're going to roll all your dice uh, and take the highest highest result.
2: Hey, look at that. That's a six.
0: Dude, nice. Uh, So on a controlled position... um, a six means you do it to your full effect. There's no no compromises or nothing. Uh, you don't get the, the extra bonus from the print, but you don't have any trouble whatsoever. Okay. Uh, and you get to roll your full effect dice um, to see just how well this conversation... or You know, it goes great. There's no trouble. Um, one of those cops is going to let something slip later that's going to add something to a case file
2: somewhere, but right now everything's cool. Right, a, str- a string gets connected between two, two drawings someplace. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, for your effect, you're using influence, I would think, here, probably. It could be insight, depends on how you want to go about this. Um, is it more of a case of pumping her for the good info, or is it more like she tells you everything and you're, like, understanding what's good and what
2: she's telling you? I think it's probably more influence. Influence, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big like intelligence sifter. I just tell her like, tell me what I need to know. <laughs> tell me <laughs> where to go. Yeah, take it at face value. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I get uh, I've got one for influence. Influence. Uh, background also applies, so you get another one for that.
0: Okay. Um, if we want to do another devil's bargain, we can. I I don't really have one here.
2: Uh, yeah, I think I think two dice is fine. Okay.
0: Uh, and again, you could have backup, but you don't you don't have that.
2: Alrighty, Let's see what happens. I got a three,
0: three. Okay, uh, so that is uh, less than we would expect given the situation. So,
4: okay,
0: I think what happens is, um, you know, what we might expect is that Petra like actually tells you what you like, what you asked for. Like, t- just tell me where to go and where to set up, right? Yeah. Um, and she, we would normally expect that she would have that information. She'd have a really strong lead. She could even like. Sketch out a quick map for you and be like, "Oh yeah, they've been operating around here. I've heard what's going on." Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's not quite that juicy. Um, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a little diminished from that. <clears throat> uh, she just gives you kind of a nugget. Um, she,
1: okay. Can I, can I throw out an idea? Yeah. Um, that she gives a location, but there's already somebody else on the move for it. Like that, we're gonna have to jump fast um, to to hold. It. Like it's it's not just open for grabs. Like we need. To oh get, yeah. That's great, that's great. Yeah. She like she racks her brain for something that's
0: perfect because you're her friend and she can't come up with it. So she's like, Okay, well you know what? The Red Sashes <coughs> excuse me. The Red Sashes and the Lamp Blacks are totally at, I'm sure you know they're totally at war. Vajabaz uh he's really patient but he gets pressed. Uh, you know, he he's just he lost it. He actually killed um, some of their guys a few days ago. That's what I heard anyway. Um, Uh, And they were running uh, uh, an Essence um, den. um, Let's see, where was it? Down by the Docks. Um, And she she gives you a quick description of where it is. Uh, It it used to be a a tattoo parlor. Um, I guess it still kind of is. Uh, Anyway, they were running it out of the back there. They already have customers... um, you can probably set up and and, and start selling there, like, tonight, um, before anyone's the wiser. With the war on, maybe they're not going to notice for a few days. Uh, it's really dangerous, though. I, if I were you, I would just stay away from there. Just come back to me in a week or two, and I'll find something better for you.
2: Okay, um... Yeah, I'll I'll probably make some some remark. Actually, it, this would be a good time for it. Like, where she's like, "Oh, it's probably too dangerous. If I were you, I'd stay away from there." And then we like smash cut to being there, like all three of us are like across the street in a bar somewhere. And I'm like, "That's the place." <laughs>
1: exactly. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is, so this is it. This is this is the place. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's what you'd expect. Like, it's it's this horribly seedy. Um, you know like like Sean said earlier like everything's in an alley in in this game right so saying it's in an alley isn't super helpful but it, it is in an alley uh this like narrow packed in twisty little thing that's like one side is covered in barrels that were moved there like a hundred years ago and never taken away they're filled full with whatever um, covered in rod and mold and you have to sort of turn your shoulders to get to get pie if, <clears throat> if this was a modern game there'd be this horrible neon sign fritzing out on the wall there but of course there's a um, there's a, there's a, but there is a legit uh, working electrical light, like a fixture, um, on the wall next to it with with colored glass panes, uh, colored red. Um, that's like that's like a symbol for the red sashes turf. Um, and uh, right across from that is this little shadowy doorway. <coughs> um, and you know that's where it is. It, there's some stairs that go down into the basement. Uh, there's a tattoo parlor at, uh, on the ground level, and it's supposedly in the basement is where um, where the operation actually takes place. Or it, it, it is it was, was run before. Um. <clears throat> so it's it's a typical night uh, at the docks. There's lots of dock workers around moving stuff. There's teams of forces pulling cargo uh, drunken sailors passing out in the muck of the street. keep uh, guys singing it pops to their lungs women fist fighting. Um, actually, Marlene probably uh, fights down here all the time. Yeah, on uh, I, bet, I bet you've been down to these bars many times with her. Um, there's lots and lots of fist fight uh, arenas and stuff by the docks. <clears throat> um, so yeah, it's it's really dark. It's very hard to see like what exactly is going on in there. Are there still red sashes around? Are lamp blacks waiting to kill red sashes that show up to start restart the place? You don't know it. It, it looks like the dangerous, horrible little hole that it is. Yeah. Um, so, perfect, what's the plan? perfect place you- to
2: start? <laughs> yeah.
0: Nice. Um, what, what plan
1: have you concocted to take this turf? I think uh, I think this is a an infiltration plan. Um, is there right.
2: a just walk in and pretend like we already own the joint type of a plan? Yeah, exactly. So, I
1: think it'd be
0: like, just, like, just for the audience at home, I'll say real quick, the way the planning works is there's there's a list of five different, different plans that the characters make off screen so we don't have to have a long planning conversation about it. Um, so what we do is just, as players, we just pick one, uh, the type of plan that you guys have cooked up in the bar and then we just do it. We just cut right to doing it instead of Working out all the ins and outs and the details, we just play and see how it goes. Um, and one thing you are allowed to do is, uh, you can flashback. You can be like, "How, uh, yeah, we totally planned for this, you know," um, and and do something in the past that'll help you now. And then. there's there's a rule for that, so don't worry too much about about contingencies and
1: stuff. Actually, uh, Adam, I think I think what you described is a deception plan, and I think that's better. I think going in just like, yeah, we totally we're, we're workers. We we, uh, we're making a delivery, uh, and, and rolling up Joe Cool is the, uh, is the way to do it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we probably had this conversation about, like, you know, the, the difference between, like, taking a thing and just acting like you own it. You know, like, there were probably lots of conversations between our characters, Sean, where you were, like, talking about, like, ship combat and stuff, and, like, well, talking about your experience with pirates and stuff. I'm like, no, you don't have to fight anybody. You just go there and start selling your product. And then it's yours, like it's just. And
0: right. someone tries to take it away, yeah, right? right? Whoever's
2: whoever's on the
1: corner owns the corner, right? And 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 Arcee's contention is that that is a weak hold, the place. Like she does not, like she's going along with it, but she does not think that uh, that standing there is is it presents a strong secure hold. But you know that was that was then. Now she's she's Gam. Um, you, so, you don't have a whole ship worth of, of people at your back anymore, RC. You just gotta go for mm-hmm. it, right? Right. So, RC, uh, RC's got a barrel over her shoulder. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she's carrying the goods, right? Yeah. It's, um,
3: it's and like, you fit right here, right? It's the docks. This is your neighborhood. Yeah,
1: exactly. And uh,
0: yeah, RC, it's really a place. I mean, a guy w- or a woman with a barrel on her shoulder is like there's like a hundred of you r-
1: around right now, right? So, exactly. There's yeah. there's totally no there's totally no surprise there. Um, RC's got a, RC's shirt is sleeveless. She's dark dark skin, um, ripped. When she walks with her swagger, it's that swagger where you sense that her arms don't fit comfortably at her side. Like they have like she's all shoulders. She's like always moving with her shoulders because her arms got to go before or after. Yeah, and uh, she's got a barrel. Uh, she's got a barrel, and she's like looking at 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 cancer, like okay. And she just like walks in, like she's doing a delivery. Um,
0: nice. So I was my next question was who's on point, and I think you just answered that question. Um, Sean. <laughs> sounds like RC's on point. Sure. Uh, so cool. So when you're on point, on the bottom of your character sheet, you'll see in the lower left there. There's like two two columns. <clears throat> there's the on-point th- set of three things, and next to it is the backup set of three things. <clears throat> so these are just special things you can do when you have that job. You can you can do whatever you want during the op- team operation uh, and make normal roles and everything, but <clears throat> when you're in these positions on the team, you kind of get access to special, special moves mm-hmm. that you can make. So, so when Sean's on point here, when Arcee's doing her thing... Uh, she can lead a group action where, all, like, all of you can roll together to do a thing. So, like, raise your average output because you're all kind of, you know, doing one task together. She can try to overcome a problem for the team by herself, and then her role like covers for everybody else. Um, or she can set someone else up, like, do a thing, and then hand off and be like, "Okay, now you, now you've got this. I've, I, I've set you up for success." So, <clears throat> and. Whenever she does one of those special things, the point position shifts to someone else, to one of you two. Cool. Um, and then when you're backup, uh, you can step in and, like, suffer some heart, some bad thing that R.C. might face as the point person. A back, backup person to be like, no, 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 I'm taking that, I'm taking the hit, or I'm dealing with the whatever the problem is. <clears throat> that's one thing you can do. You can assist, uh, give them a bonus die on their roll. Um... Or you can do the do the follow through, like the point person sets the move up, and then you follow through and finish it off. <clears throat> so those are kind of the three of the three special things. Um, so, uh, Sean, RC's taking point here. You've got your your bare arms all ripped out. Your barrel over your shoulder, going down the alleyway. You know, like scraping the side of the barrel and your and your elbow along the wall to fit. To pit down, um, Cantor and and Oscar, are you guys just like falling in behind, following her through the door? Yeah, no, just...
3: actually, there's this like uh, periodically, you know, there's uh, like a lot of the docks are uh, have just like the the uh, they're not quite gas lamps because they don't use gas; they actually run on it's like the, the electrical current or whatever. And yeah, yeah. Periodically, one of them will like flicker and go out, and then when it comes back on, like Oscar's just sort of like hanging in the shadows by it. So I'm actually keeping distance uh, because I'm a kid and I'm in the wrong section of town. So for the most part he's in the shadows and these lights like just keep acting like weird and twitchy around him. So he's uh he's kinda like pulling in juice to like in case things go south, but it's for the most part just waiting for the situations, reading them being back up, right?
0: Okay, well if you're having a bit of a, a hangback moment here, I don't I don't want to delay the operation uh, No no.
3: It's happening. Like as a matter of fact if <laughs>
0: I, I, I have something I have to tell you though.
3: Uh-huh, uh huh. Go ahead.
0: I I, I again I, I want to get to the action here, but I have I have to say this. Uh, if you would start a new uh, progress block for your character, um, an eight eight piece block called Satara's Favor. Done. Uh, You're like, not even asked that me
3: Nope. Carry on.
0: No, I I I I want to tell you one thing. Uh, so as you're hanging back, the light flickers, and you you know you sort of appear in the shadow, hugging the wall like near the tattoo parlor. While as they, they go around the corner, and you hear that voice of your of your teacher, uh, your, your friend, and uh, well, is friend friend is the wrong word. Your mentor, your teacher. Satora is <laughs> so definitely not your friend, right?
3: Not uh, yet, that anyway. Part. Not yet. Yeah, no.
0: Oh. <laughs> so maybe that's what that clock's for. So. As you lean against the wall, you hear that whisper voice in your mind like you do sometimes from her, and you get this itchy feeling that there's a thing in the tattoo parlor that Satara wants. She wants you to get it.
3: Well, that's totally happening. All right.
0: Um, so you don't have to do it right now, but you know there's something in there that she wants you to, 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 to grab, and you, you can tell me how what type of person Oscar is. Do you just ditch your friends at the beginning of the op and go in there on your demon mentor's bidding, or do you, like, keep it together, finish what you're doing here, and then go back there later and deal with that?
3: I think there's, like, probably a moment when, like, you're passing by an alley... No, actually, he's, he's totally gonna... Uh, he's totally gonna tip the hand. Like, there's... Uh, particularly because it's Arcee, right? Like, as a matter of fact, like, there's probably, like, one moment where Arcee's, like, stepping near a shadow, and there's just this kid who looks up, and he normally has, like, these blue-green eyes, but, like, in particular in this moment, like they're practically glowing because he's in shadow and he's, like, pulling juice. And so uh, he'll actually just, like, sort of look at the tattoo parlor and say, I think I need to go in there. And then sort of, like, snaps back, like, all right, we're doing this thing, and I got your back. Okay. So it has to happen.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Like, th- there's, like, a muttering of, like, I don't know what this kid's all on about, but it, but it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> so, as soon as Arcee gets close, there's, like, squabs, like, everywhere. There's people milling around. Yeah. Like, the moment she sees somebody in the um, in the moment she sees somebody in the tattoo parlor, she starts yelling at him. She's like, "I fucking do it. Once you once you open that goddamn door, and take this barrel already." She's like, <laughs> awesome. She's just like, "This delivery ain't gonna last all fucking day." Um, and and yeah, they, there's no like, one being tattooed, but they're the into the uh, in 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 there. Like, like she should be there. Yeah, no one's
0: getting tattooed right now. There's there's a shaven-headed sailor, uh, missing an eye and an ear, and uh, some of his his face and all scarred up and tattooed, um, without, like a rope belt and bare feet and bare chest. That's perfect. And he's he's leaning he's leaning against the door, uh, and and well, let's 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 see how it goes. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say too much before we before we see how your first action goes. Awesome, yeah. Okay, you so your own point. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna deal with this dude. Get him to open up. Get him to let you into the back. Yes. Uh, what action are you using for that? I think I know, but I'm using command. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Awesome. Uh, and the effect you're trying to go for is influence,
1: right? You want to like control yeah. this. Dude. I want to control the situation. I want him to. Uh, I want him to let us in, like we're like like we own the place, like yeah, what, like what Gander says.
0: So. Uh, Oscar's hanging back. Uh, Adam is Cantor, Is are you right there with RC, like right, right at her side? Adam, I think you're muted. I
2: am. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm right there. I'm just uh, I'm I'm a little bit back and like playing a little more cool. Um, this isn't quite what I meant <laughs> about walking in <laughs> like we own the place, but I mean, all right. Sure. It's you know they're it new. They don't, they don't know.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Uh, so you're going to roll
1: command. Yep. I've got uh, a, what do you have in command? I got two in command. Nice. And uh, I'm going to guess that this guy's a laborer. If he's, uh, that is his background. Awesome. So I'm taking a. That's background as well. Nice. In fact,
0: of, you know, like in some distant memory, uh, 20 years ago, maybe you were on a ship with this dude. But he had,
1: a, he had his ear and his eye and everything, so... Right. No, if If Orgy maybe quite gets a chance to recognize me, that's why I'm going to shove the, 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 the barrel in his chest. Because that's... Like, sailors, when you shove the barrel in their chest, they know to grab it and carry it. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. Like, I'm not hitting him. I'm just being like, you know, take this. It's like, catch. And, yeah, he's going to grab it. So, uh... That's, that's all I know about him, but... Yeah. So, um... I what call him Nick because sorry, sorry. I call him Nick because there's a good chance yeah. that he was. Nice. I don't know. Um, before we get to Devil's
0: Bargain and back up to see if anybody wants to give you a bonus die here, there's a there's a thing you guys don't know that I know, um, that uh, this makes this role desperate, not risky, and not okay. controlling. Um you know, there's always more going on uh, than than things seem on the surface, and unfortunately, Petra wasn't able to like give you a really safe and good lead. Uh, so, yeah, um, this is going to be a desperate roll. Yeah, uh, you have three dice. Three dice currently, right? Yeah, three dice. Yeah. Okay, so we can think of a devil's what? bargain. For you. I'm sure we all have ideas for that. Uh, let me t- t- talk about backup real quick. So, Srash and Adam, either one of you can take this option if you want. You can take a take one stress and give um, Sean a bonus die. And then and then say how your character like gets involved uh, in, in what he's doing. Um, you don't have to roll to give to help or anything, you just take the stress and and give the die. Or not. You don't have to do that. <laughs> you can uh, Sean, can
3: also, Sean can also take a stress, right? For
0: that? Uh, that is that is not uh, no longer well oh,
3: okay.
0: It's still in the game as a devil's bargain, right? So if we want to, we can say that's the devil's bargain. Um, take yeah. a point of stress and get a bonus die. Um, that, that's always an option, uh, or we can come up with something else that, that we like.
3: Uh, no, I, I think we're okay for right now. Yeah, I think
2: you're on your own. <laughs> All right.
3: Don't forget to take your your desperate.
2: Yes, you you
0: get XP for your desperate roll. So make it make a note of that, Sean. If you want. Oh, nice. Nice, taking that. Um, yeah, uh, well, th- for your first desperate roll, I should say. Uh, we'll see. Uh,
1: we'll see what happens.
3: Yeah. Um, oh, I have a feeling it's gonna snowball.
1: It it, it could, yeah. It, so depend depend on how this goes down, right?
0: Yeah. So my my devil's bargain here is, um, you can have a, you're co- you can be more commanding with this dude, uh, and like you said, he's a sailor. He knows what's what. You're gonna pu- push the barrel into his chest but uh, if you if you treat him like an XO treats a, a, a troublesome sailor, like if you throw in a threat, yeah. not just hop to and do this right now, but, you know, don't make me take your other eye, don't make me break your legs, something along those lines, um, that'll have a bigger impact on, on him doing it. It'll also uh, lead to... Uh, a different sort of reaction if things don't go well. Um, but, well, well, actually, either way, whether they go well or
1: not. Um, I tell him I'm going to put him in the sweat box if he
0: doesn't.
1: <laughs> he's, like, clearly not a thing you would do on land. Right. That is not, you
0: know... It's for I'm going to mess you up, right?
1: Yeah. Um, and, 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 yeah, so... I absolutely will take that. So this
0: situation, if, if it escalates, when it escalates, it's going to escalate there. That's where we're going. This He knows where you stand. He knows you're his enemy. You're not just someone giving him orders. Yeah. Uh, but that might mean he backs the fuck down from you, or, or 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 not. We'll see. So you get a bonus die from the devil's bargain there. Great. So that's uh, four, right? That's four.
1: Nice. Well, I, I think that's it. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, wait. Sorry. Go, oh, go ahead. That, that's fine. I did not crit, but I got a six.
0: You got a six. Nice. <laughs> no snowballing for you. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's even more important here, because what you're doing is you're overcoming a problem for the group. When you do that, everyone holds their breath, right? Like, shit, come on, RC. Don't, don't fuck this up. Right, right. Because right. it, it's going to be on everybody if RC screws this up. Right. So when, if you don't roll a six when you do that, everybody else takes stress. Um, it stresses them out to watch you not do it right. You know, they're like, "No, don't, don't, don't say that." It's like watching someone play a video game on YouTube, right? You're like, <laughs> why, you, "Why? Just click. Don't go in the thing." Oh. <laughs> um, I wouldn't know anything about that, but <laughs> clearly, <not. laughs> clearly, just, uh... Uh, but no, you you totally do it. So, <laughs> this is how bad desperate is. Even when you get a six, you still suffer danger, but you yeah. do succeed at your action. Um. So you're going to get in the back. You're going to get through into the into the uh, back room. Get past this dude, um, but you're going to suffer his effect back. So his effect back is uh, is force. So you shove the barrel into his chest. You threaten him. He backs away from the door, so you have a a clear shot into it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he sets the barrel down. Uh, he walks up to you and he grabs you by the front of your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and he,
1: there's, he's, a, there's a bunch of uh, like necklaces and like talismans. There's like there's like a he can get a good grip of like okay flag right there if he wants. Um, he's
0: gonna open the door with his other hand and I'll toss you down the stairs. Or at least he's gonna try to do that. Right. Uh, he's like, right. you want in? You're in. And he just tosses you. Nice. Also, you down the stairs. So when he when he opens the door, you see the steps going down to the basement. There's there's some flickering uh, lights down there, candles or torches or something. Um, some shadowy shapes moving.
1: Uh, I, uh, before we resolve that, uh, no, no, no. uh, where does influence come in on Death's Room? Do I still roll the do I still roll effect? Yes.
0: Yeah, you... So um, you, we always have the option to roll effect or not. It depends on on the situation. Okay. Right. This it's, was my
1: the, error. What I wanted. So.
0: Yeah. Like if, if I felt like we needed to know how much he was willing to let you in here, if it was like conditional, like he's gonna let you in, but then he's gonna, you know, think think twice about it and come for you later, or so if there was some question we needed to answer, then we would totally roll. Um, yeah. But here, I feel like it's just he's—it's a gatekeeper situation. He just lets you in, yeah. so it kind of doesn't matter how much you you influence him. Perfect. So uh, you're going to roll your force uh, at minus one die because i I'm trouble.
1: Okay. So my force is two, so that's one. Um, okay. you're back on, your background applies, so you get your bonus. Yeah, I'm back. What, what was
0: that? Your background does apply, so you get your bonus. Okay, cool. So I'm rolling two dice. Okay.
2: Can can I uh, can I help on this roll? Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, if he if this guy is like gonna grab uh, RC, I'm gonna get up in his face, right?
0: Yeah, he's he's. You you can tell there's this sailor thing happening, where like she threatened him, and now he's just like throwing his weight around. He's like,
2: I don't give hey, a shit awesome. about that sailor stuff. We're not on a boat. Exactly. Yeah hands off my friend, motherfucker. So yeah, I'm going to get all up in his face and just start shouting at him. And like, like a lot of like, I'm not going to touch him with my hands, but I'll like put my chest on him and be like, what, what, back up. (laughs) What? Yeah. Nice. Yeah,
0: Yeah, awesome.
2: Like, oh, you, like, because for me, like the, the, um, the path from, like you, you guys escalated this physically way faster than I normally would. Like there, there's supposed to be a lot more like shouting and barking at each other before the fighting happens. So I'm like, wait, hold on, did I miss something? i got to get in on this. And then i like... <laughs> oh, this is what we're doing now. I see Adam. Yeah, okay, is. All, right. <laughs> all right.
1: Yeah. Yes, I will do that. So I have I have an idea in mind of what R.C. would do to resist this, but I kind of want to see what the dice tell me first, because I don't want to narrate yeah. her being all badass if she is, in fact, not. So. Only we're one
3: sure. person assists, right, John?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm up to three dice, then.
0: Nice. And Adam, so... Uh, uh, Cantor takes one stress uh, to get involved here. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, you clear your roll there, Sean. Yep. Uh, all right, go ahead. Got a six? Dude, nice. That is a complete complete effect of resistance here, so it's it will only cost you one stress to totally shut this guy down. You, you can either accept... What he's doing to you—he's—he's he's grabbing you and he's throwing you down the stairs. Yeah. Or you can spin one stress and just shut it down, and you can fight back however you want. Say say how you deal with the problem. Um, but your your effect was so good that it just—it's almost nothing to you. You can just you can just deal
1: with this dude. Yeah, um, I'm I'm happy to take the stress. Um, although I'm realizing now I don't know where it is on the character sheet. It's There's a little it. knives in the
2: left side,
1: sort of upper left kind of. Got it got to got it, got it, it. I love your little boxes. Um, uh, so what it is is it's it's Cantor distracting him that, like, Cantor walks up to him, gets up in his face, and he turns. Um, and, uh, you know, Cantor's, like, loud enough and commanding enough that that he's, he's, he's solidly uh, distracted for a moment, and that's when uh, R.C., reverses his like grabs his grabs his knuckles uh squeezes them to the point where, like the beads of her necklace and like the sharp parts of the talisman like dig into his hand nice. and then just like rips it off and like you know pin like pins him up where he's got his his arm uh his arm twisted and she and uh, uh she's like thanks for opening the door sailor we're we'll moving on now and just like shoves him back against the wall nice
0: yeah, he like he sprawls over against the wall and like knocks some tattoo needles on the floor and some ink and um, sort of holds his arm and he's kind of cut a little bit and his arms messed up and he, he glares at you but he he realizes like mm, nah I'm not gonna mess with her I changed my mind <laughs> uh, so he he doesn't leave or anything he just stands there glaring at you. Oh, he's your guard. <laughs> clever, right? He has no he has no cool thing to say. He just he just stares.
3: So while the two of them are scuffling, or three of them, I suppose, is there any chance I can just uh, since she's sort of leading the way and getting us in? Can like while this whole altercation is happening, can I just like slip by so that I Absolutely. don't have to yeah. repeat the protocols?
0: Yeah. Wily RC, RC covered for everybody. So now um, someone else takes point, and and you're and you're all gonna get in. You're all downstairs. Um, you've, you've gotten through the the security basically. So who, who wants to take point over from from RC? it
1: it sounds like it's all it's Oscar.
3: Yeah. Uh cool. All right. And yeah. uh, in which case Oscar is going to uh do this thing where um Yeah, he actually like uh so he uh, his version of loaded for bear is kind of hilarious uh, cuz he has like a couple of uh like scroll cases on his back and like a small pouch at his side and uh totally has like no weapons or anything. And uh, he reaches into the pouch and sort of rummages around and pulls out this, uh, this, this antique-looking mask made out of who knows what. It's some, like, pale stone and sort of, like, places it on his face where it's, 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 it kind of pops out things and sort of attaches it itself to his head. And then, like, the stone eyes open, like, all three of them. And uh, I'm using my Spirit Sight mask, obviously, because A, yeah. I'm looking for the item I want, and B, I'm looking for the essences, and C, I'm sort of trying to case the joint and figure out what the hell is going on here. Why did I get the vibe? Why did, you know, well, I hear the whispers? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you're, you're right on the right path here, Shosh. Uh, um, like, you, you slip down through the shadows, down into some, like, a candle flickers slightly, so a shadow gets cast against the wall of the basement, and you just sort of arrive down there while... RC and, and cantor um come down the stairs behind you and there's there's a group of three people in the room two women and a man um you know in the in the HBO TV series version of our of our game like there would be this this visual language for for like blades in the dark character like people would wear these like certain kind of outfits with like straps and a hood and and a, a bandolier of knives and you know just like the, the operator yeah yeah there you go um the audience would know they'd be like, oh these aren't just like gang members or something these are like you know weird um, uh, scoundrel types um, professionals of some kind and <laughs> you have your spirit side mask on the the two two women are um interrogating uh, well there's two ghosts but they're talking to one of them against the wall um, I'll describe the ghost in a second. And then the the guy is uh, has turned his back on that situation. Um, he has a like a short, broad kind of blade out, like a it's not really a sword. It's like a really heavy, big Bowie knife thing. Um, he's got long hair, like dark skin, uh, scars, um, sort of punched. He's he's tall. He's he's sort of like the male version of R.C. I guess in a way. Um, and he's and he's like waiting for the. People to come down the stairs because obviously you heard what was going on. He hasn't seen you. Um, the that the far side of the room. Um, there's some candles. Uh, there's salt splayed out on the floor in certain ways that you recognize. Uh, there's a like rime frost all along the stone of the walls there, where it, where it would normally be wet. Um, it's just frozen in these these rivulets. Uh, and the ghosts are these electroplasmic vapor clouds to a normal person that looks like a, a, a electric light broke and the vapor's like sp- spilled out. But everyone in the city knows what ghosts are like. They know what they manifest. Everyone knows, has seen ghosts and stuff like that. And it it just chills your your self to see this kind of thing. It's, it's not so much you, Josh, but a normal person. Um, you've dealt with this kind of stuff a lot. Um and with the mask on, you can see like you don't just see this weird apparition or this cloud or this vapor. You see the the form of the person. Um, you see the two murdered red sashes. Uh, you don't you didn't know them in life or anything, but you can just tell by their clothing. Their throats have been cut. Um, they're all beat up. They they look. It's easy. You immediately know who they are. Um, the guys who used to operate this place, basically. Uh, and just just before uh, they they clump down the stairs, um, one one of the women is kind of saying something to to one of the ghosts, uh, and it's obvious from what she's saying that they're they're interrogating them, right? You know, they're like, who who did this? What you know? What did they look like? What were their names? Where did they live? Who did they hang out with? Who's their family? Like, you know, they're just giving the and the, and the ghosts are like, <laughs> like speaking this crazy dead language thing. Um, which they obviously understand, and you probably do too. Um, so it's just—it's a whole supernatural scene of weirdness going on down here. Um, and uh, what do you do? You've got—you've got a moment to act here before your your buddies walk down into. It's not an ambush exactly; it's more of a standoff situation. This guy okay. is—he's not up against the door, ready to jump him. He's just standing there, like ready to engage whoever shows up.
3: So uh, the question here is: so clearly, you know, there's there's two ghosts here, and there's. Uh, three other people. Now, the question that I have for you is: How much do I recognize of them? Do they look like other red sashes that are trying to get info from their people? Are they new players on the block? Are they some mystical group I recognize? What are, What do we got here?
0: You can totally uh, roll to find that out. Uh, that is that is a thing we can do.
3: All right, let's let's um, make it happen.
0: Now, just before that, uh, is it okay with you guys if we take like a two-minute break or something? Like, get some water. Like, yeah, sounds great. And, you know, deal before we wrap up this operation with whatever happens next.
1: I also uh, would suggest, if it serves us at all, to use flashbacks in this case because because Cantor knew that some red sashes were killed down here. Like, he got that from Petra, so uh, there's no reason why Oscar wouldn't put two and two together and, and have some preparations here. If it's useful could totally engage in a flashback. Uh, That's so a great th- idea, yeah. Let's think about that.
3: Alright.
0: We're back from our break. And we're going to find out what Strauss is doing to find out who these people are with the weird ghosts and stuff. What do you, what do you think?
3: So I think, uh... I think for me... Actually, if I'm, I'm just trying to read the...
0: Uh... Right, you're either, like, reading the situation right now, or you 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 did something in the past to prepare for this job when you were like oh murders huh I'm a whisper I'm gonna do some crazy thing to to investigate the side of these murders before we go there or you could totally have done that um or not or maybe you're not you're maybe just reading the situation right in the moment
3: uh so I think I think that would have been handy but it seems like we didn't we didn't really like spend time casing the joint as it were necessarily quite enough to do spirit summonings in chats. and chats. Uh,
1: flashback. I mean like did yeah. It's it's totally up to you. Like if you think that's stretching believability, then you and you don't want to
0: do it, that's totally fine. If the way the mechanic works is if it if it's something that goes without saying, you just do the flashback. If it's something that strains preparation, it costs one stress. And if it's something that is like some sort of extreme example. Like, no, I actually prepare the ritual site here ahead of time. Then it, it costs too stress, uh, but but you can totally do that. You can you can have you can have your character like, be sort of a better scoundrel than we are as real people. You know, like they they can come up with crazy shit that we wouldn't necessarily think of, um, in the in the past. All
3: right. So I think uh, I think there's totally this moment. Like uh, we're gonna we're gonna do the the cut. And then, it, like you know, there's the like, 24 hours earlier or whatever.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's 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 always dark out, but uh, there's this moment where you know Oscar is sort of like crouching down, staring at the ground, and then sort of he reaches out, and you see that he touches blood stains on the ground. Um, and then he sort of like picks up his hand, and you see in the light that there's nothing. But then like there's like a close up on his face, and his eyes do the glowing thing, and then his hand is covered in blood. And then when you look back on the scene, there's like bodies everywhere and, you know, like, blood, marks everywhere, and so on and so forth. Um, so I think uh, what I'm going to push for is, I'm going to say that um, I had sort of uh, already talked to these ghosts, and I kind of, like, via, like, you know, the... the uh, Essentially, like, I had talked to them and been like, hey, you know, were you guys pissed off? We know the Lamp Blacks may have had some, like, you know, shenanigans with you. So uh, essentially what I'm doing is I'm, I'm giving him that, like, knowing wink slash nod, like, Hey guys, what's going on? You knew to expect me. You know, can I have the infos? So uh-huh. uh so that's 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 where I'm going with this.
0: Uh cool. Yeah, so um spin's too stressed for that. Done. You're already you're already tight with the ghosts. Um and we're we're gonna roll the success of that into what you're doing right now rather than making you do two rolls, right? We're just gonna it's all gonna be one thing. Cool. Um, and I think what that what they're going to do, because what you want is information here. Right. They're, they're going to speak weird ghost language to you um, that, that you understand. So the way it works is, uh, I, I just decided, um, is uh, the weird ghost language they're speaking to the women um, is, is like the summoning language. They've been summoned by them, and when they talk, the women can understand them but you summoned them before so they can speak their summoning language to you, and the women can understand that. So they'll be able to say stuff in the moment right here uh, to you that will just sound like, you know, to a whisperer uh, hearing it, they'll be like, signal unclear, ask again, you know, like I'm not getting what you're saying right now. Um, so, yeah, so I think that's what's going to happen with this role. Is we'll, we'll see if they can convey this information to you from from the spirit world about who these people are and why they're here and what their deal is um, without... Well, we'll see if they are out suspicion or not. That's what the role's for, right?
3: Awesome. Uh, so do I need an action role or just an effect role here?
0: Oh, good question. Uh, hmm. I think there is a risk. I think these pe- these guys are obviously whispers and I think they might... Well, it's up to you. I mean, I guess if you don't really care... Like, the the only risk is that they're going to, like, you're going to lose your little moment of advantage here because they don't know you're in the room, but the crew's about to lose that anyway because they're coming down the stairs, so if that's... Yeah, I'm...
3: but we might be able to leverage our advantage to reduce, like, make it not desperate or make it less risky. So I think I'm going to... I think I, I'm, I'm willing to make that roll, so... Yeah,
0: if you want to sort of stay concealed, have this all be just part of their summoning they're none the wiser, um, that's risky enough to actually make an action roll,
3: yeah. No problem. All right, so then... Um, I'm going to use a tune, which is the, uh, I'm attuning myself to the, uh, ghost field, and, uh, there's this moment where even beneath the mask, even though, like, you know, this thing is, like, attached to, to his face, Oscar still winces, because he hears, like, he's he's touching the thing that connects all the leviathans, and because they're immortal, they, like, chop them up and drain them of their essence, and so, like, but they don't die, so he's still hearing their screams, and, uh, <laughs> through that, he kind of, like, reaches, sort of, like, for, for, for these ghosts, and it's, uh, Reminds me of that like moment in Lord of the Rings where like Galadriel pans her eyes across the room and you know people hear things even though she's not she's saying different words so yeah. uh, so I think yeah. that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna use the tune uh, and and uh, that's gonna be my action so
0: yeah. uh, let's see is this desperate risk of control what do you think you sort of set this up ahead of time. But you're also doing it right under the noses of other whispers. So I could see it being risky or controlled. I'm on the fence.
2: Um,
3: uh,
0: and, and, like, we're, we're establishing our world, too, right? This this will tell us in the future, like, when a whisper does something under your nose, Yeah. is it controlled for them or
4: risky?
1: I feel like it's risky simply because um, yeah. Because it's such close proximity and whispers, I think, are going to be attuned to other whisper, uh, other magic of any kind, even if it's just kind of like Spidey sense, like something else is here, uh, even if they don't know exactly what it is. It seems yeah. like flipping this under. I
3: agree. I agree.
2: Okay,
1: risky it is.
3: All right. I like, so I like that we've
2: we've set that precedent against ourselves later now, so that we can use it for ourselves later. Like, of <laughs> course, I can just detect magic. Obviously, that's a thing. Precedent, GM.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the point of why it's not my call. Like, if, you, if we decide that that you know having uh, murder two means you can you know instantly kill a dude without hardly trying, that's fine with me. Because when my murders come for you, I get to use that too. So
1: yeah, it's all fair. Uh, I, I wanna I wanna help with this. Yeah. Is, How are you gonna do that, Arce? Well, the risk is is Oscar being detected. So. Yeah. Yeah. I am very good at helping with that because I pull out my pistol and I say, "I'm coming down there with my gun. You want to get shot in the face? By all means, give me trouble. Otherwise, <laughs> put your guns down now, and, we'll, uh, and we can do business." And he's nice. Now so, the gun being like.
2: Really- when you, take your, when you take your gun out and start shedding, I, I probably take mine out too, but my first thought is like, why'd you give them warning? This isn't how it works. You just go down there and shoot them. i <laughs> are so bad at this. <laughs> too much talking. No. Next, I gotta make a note. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a talk about this later. Yeah. Someday I'm gonna be in a real gang.
3: <laughs> Actually, I think that's totally gonna be the talk after the scene is done one way or another. We're gonna have this, like, discussion, and you're totally gonna be like, when I say we walk in like we own the place...
1: <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I love
3: it. So uh all right so but that's I have one
1: die from Marcy ca- causing a distraction.
3: So all I'm right. going to have I'm going to have four dice here at the moment because I have two dice from Maya Toon, Yeah. Uh, one die from the fact that you know this is uh underworld and it's my background like everyone here is you know blades.
0: They are and, all underworld people, yes.
3: And so then four uh the fourth one is from Marcy. So uh, so,
0: uh you, you take a stress for that helping knife.
1: I I, I, I took it, yeah. Okay, cool, cool.
3: All right, are we ready? Here we go. I pushed the roll button. One second. Alright, so five.
0: Hey look, someone didn't roll a six. It happens. I guess it happens. Occasionally. All you gotta do is make all your rolls. I mean that's the secret to being a gang, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, okay, so, on a four to five on risky, uh, you do it but suffer an effect from the danger. Uh, so, yes, so you're going to get your info, um, and you're going to have to resist detection. You, you may yet be detected, but they, they are going to tell you what you, uh, what you want to know. So, um, let's do the resistance first, because that'll help sort of paint the picture of, uh, of how this goes. Um. I think it's probably a will thing, right? Like, that's
3: exactly what I was thinking. I think that I'm in the shadows, and they're probably going to overlook me, but if they search for me with, like, you know, the sight... Right. Essentially, they're, not,
0: they're not seeing you. They're, they're, they're getting a weird vibe. Yeah,
3: I, I, I shift myself. Like, I, I, I cloak myself, or I let go, and, you know, I, I sort of try and avert the gaze. So that's what I'm doing. Nice. Um, so my will is two.
0: Yep. Yes.
3: And, uh, and then... Uh, they are still blades, correct?
0: They they are still, yeah.
3: Um, all right. So on the roll.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, someone can. Okay, never mind. You're good.
3: Sorry, if anybody yeah. wants to add a die, we might be able to. <laughs> no, no,
0: it's not technically too late. Uh, it's okay if you want to do it now. Um, so here's the situation. Uh, they uh, th- this is this is what's going to happen. Or you pay me too stress. You you get to decide. Um, so your your effect is slightly diminished. You don't you don't totally have control here. You you, but but it's not weak, right? Like you're, you're not doing pulling it off perfectly. Like you over the six, where like you you stay hidden, but you're also not giving yourself away to them. But so it's it's in the middle, and I think what the middle means is, one of them who isn't talking to the ghost gets it in her head that there's another whisper doing something around here, and she better check it out. Um, not like. Not like he's over there, but like one of them turns around and starts like...
1: It's t- that middle of your solid of... What, what's that noise? <laughs> kind of, yeah. I kind of, <laughs> kind of like, it's more internal, but...
3: Uh, I think that'll be more fun, so I'm just going to let that happen. For yeah, No, You're no, it? no, I'm, I'm not paying stress. Let You're them, for pay for
0: stress. Okay.
3: Let them right. have the suspicions, let them know that there's somebody mucking about, so...
0: Okay, so I'm, I'm going to keep track of that project. Or, sorry, that uh, countdown. Um... There are four parts to it for, for you to lose your element of surprise here. And that was two two segments. I'm going to fill two of those. Cool. So you're, you're, you, you've, you've bought some time. You're still hidden. Um, and uh, R.C. and Cantor come down the stairs with their guns drawn. So when, when they yell, the, the two women, uh, they don't turn around. The, the, their posture and their whole demeanor is just like, whoever this dude is behind them, he's totally got that covered. And they're not—they're not worried about whoever's coming downstairs with a the gun. They don't even—they don't even turn around. It's, their backs are to the door. They don't care. Um, and the, the dude with the knife like plants his feet a little bit and grips his blade. And he's—he's he's a good like twelve feet from the bottom of the stairs. He's not in position to stab anybody with a gun. But he just stands there like, yeah, okay, come on, uh, whatever. Uh, he Just blank, blank stairs, hair's hanging down in his face. Um, meanwhile, you get ghost talked
3: uh uh-huh, yes, that's what I was going to ask. I made my roll, I want my infos.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, you, totally. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, I'll, I'll summarize so we can move on, but um, they they tell you that uh, these people call themselves the Lampreys. Um, you know who that is. Uh, you have a bad status connection with them, I think. No, we have a good SAS connection. We oh, have a good SAS connection with them. Sorry, I thought it was I thought it was negative. Wait,
2: what? It's good? Really? No, it's negative. Yeah, it is negative. So, yeah, RC, you have a negative with them.
3: There are competitors.
2: But we have a positive with red sashes. I wrote I wrote it down back. No, nah, it's the other way around. We have a positive with the lamp blacks, a negative with the red sashes and the lamp rays.
1: Yeah, that that's how I have it too. Right, right, right. Yep, I got the lamp blacks and the lamp rays mixed up. Oh yeah,
0: kind of hard
1: to yeah. That. that was yeah. So,
0: um, who who took the negative with the lampreys? I forget who it was. RC I think. Arcee? Yep. Ar- oh RC did right. Yeah. yeah. So um, the ghosts tell you who that is. You've heard RC say the name before. You've heard her mention like, you know, our competitors. They're 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 up to you know they're like you, Oscar. Like you know they're uh, they're all weird and they you know, that kind of stuff. And is that true, Sean? Does does RC not really distinguish between like ghosts and demons and and blood? Oh, and no, Like, I mean, you don't know uh, all the fine
1: differences between all that stuff. She's touched it enough. I mean, in talking to like Leviathans to know that there's some scary shit out there. But she has no education in that in that field, so it's all uh, she should know better. But it's all a blur for her. So yeah, yeah. The they deal with some ghost shit.
0: So, um, yeah, so they, they, the ghosts tell you that's who it is. They, they say that one of the women, her name is Silver. She's, like, their leader. Um, uh, the, other, the other woman, um, what's her name? Her name is uh, Emmeline, Silver and Emmeline. And then the big guy is Cross. And Cross is actually the guy who summoned the ghosts. He's he's like the the main summoner guy, and he's uh, he's actually translating what they say, because uh, he has he has the summoner language bond. So like they some, say something and he like says it over his shoulder to them. Like he says blah blah blah. Um, the ghosts tell you that they are they they've been here for a couple hours, um, and. Are asking all kinds of questions about uh, about who killed them um, and why, and uh, also if and, and they haven't answered this question yet. <laughs> um, you know, since you talked to them before, they know something's up, and I think they're new enough as ghosts. They haven't gone totally crazy and feral and, and strange. They still have some connection to humanity. Like they want a body, for instance. Um, uh, so they they have a little bit of hope that that if they don't mess up what you're doing, they don't really know what that is. You're a, you're a whisper type. Maybe you'll help them out in the future. That there's no promises or anything, but there's just enough of a dangle there, where they they've sort of been stalling them, kinda. Um, and the pressing question that that they, they're hammering them on is. Uh, uh, where, where, where they were getting their supply of of essences? Um, the, who was supplying this place? Um, who who was giving you your stash that you were selling? Um, yada, yada, yada. And they haven't answered that question yet. They they've been vague and like ghosty about it. But that that's what the lampreys really want to know. And it's it's clear to the ghosts that they're working for someone else. That they've been hired to do this job for somebody, but they don't know who. So I I think
3: uh, I think this is going to be one of those moments where. Uh, I get the info, so, like, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, as is uh, coming down the stairs, there's this brief second where you can kind of see uh, Oscar's form, and for a second it looks like his head's rotating entirely too much. <laughs> and then you realize then you realize that it's not. It's actually, the mask is a living creature, and it's, like, walking. Like, it's got, like, weird things like that, and it walks around, and it, it speaks as you're coming down, giving you this info, which is sort of, like, leverage. Uh, and sort of, like, gives you info to, to sort of help you out dealing with these people, sort of knowing where you are, what their skill sets are, etc. And, like, as you're walking, it sort of crawls back around a space and then embeds its legs and sort of, like, sucks itself back on. <laughs>
1: that is awesome. Badass. <laughs> I love it. So
0: you guys walk with your guns drawn down into a basement with ghosts in it. Just this chilling sight of, of an of, like, actual disembodied moaning, talking spirits. your breath comes out cold in front of you. Um, it's you know you feel your hair start to like ice crystals start forming. Um, there's this, this dude with a knife glaring you down. Uh, every, every part of you and there is a bit of a mechanic here, but it's not kicking in quite yet, but every part of you is like, no. there are other careers. I could <laughs> I, I could be a bartender. I, I should just leave this place and never come back. Like and it's it's supernatural, like it's not a reasonable fear per se. It's just this base level like terror that's just creeping up your spine. And everyone who lives in Duskwall has had this experience. Going home late from the bar one night, you stumble around a corner and a ghost like tries to possess you or some shit like that. You've you've all experienced this this but you can't really get used to it really. Yeah. Unless you take weird magical precautions like like Oscar does. Um. And once again, you know, it's like fuck. I drank too much last night. I have a hangover. Why do I do this to myself? It's it's that kind of thing. You're just like, oh my god, living in this city sucks. This sucks. Uh, what do you, what do you do? So, uh, I, I guess um, point position is shifting again, right? Uh, Josh, doing yeah. your thing, someone else is kicking up the baton. I guess yeah, it, it's uh, cancer, right?
2: Oh, yeah, because I was, I was. It's cold down here. I was born cold. <laughs> nice. Ghosting shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going to be like, if we're going to do this, we're doing this. And I just look at RSC like, I mean, you already, you already announced us, so. And I'll just, like, take a shot at the nearest one. Let's just fill this room with bullets.
3: Geek, geek the Mage! Geek the Mage!
2: <laughs> I, he's your problem, man. I, don't, I can't okay. differentiate one. Just from walk the other. in, like, cock your gun, and just. Just Not wh- even. Yeah, I just like walk in. And I'm just like, what? Boom! <laughs> and we just. I assume <laughs> RC is also gonna start shooting until uh, there's no one in the room but us.
1: <laughs> the. Uh, all right. All right. The only thing I'd say is that you have the information that like we know who this is, we know this is a lampreys, So if you wanted to bluster, you've got that. But I'm totally down with this.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, they're,
1: they're, they're not. I mean, they're
0: not your enemies, but they're not your friends either, right? There's, there's what
2: like two, two ghosts in here. What's a few more ghosts? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Time to make some ghosts.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Separate them from their bodies.
0: So, Adam, do you want to lead a group action? Everyone fight yeah.
2: together yeah, yeah. or do you want to handle this yourself? Murder skills. <laughs> Murder skills. Everybody, let's do it. Yeah. So I, know, this-
3: I know how I would fight, uh, but I don't know if this is more appropriate for support or... Uh, actually, yes. I think mm-hmm. I will support. Carry on.
0: Yeah, so the way it works is with, with, a, group, with a group action, everyone is going to use the same action. Oh... Uh, yeah, uh huh. Oh, Everyone oh, no. rolls the same action, um, but in in addition, people on backup can still stress and give bonus dice to uh, yeah, yeah. to canter. So you 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 may roll your shitty murder skill or mayhem that you don't have any dice in, um, and that's just too bad. But you you can still stress out and do something you're good at in, fictionally and and give cancer a bonus die. That's that's totally possible. But rolling your shitty murder or mayhem doesn't matter because um, only the best roll is going to count for the team. Yeah. So uh, it's, gonna, it, it's just a chance to roll better. It, it'll stress Kanter out more with, when you guys are, are fucking up, because he has to cover for you, basically. But it gives him a chance to, to get Story better. Story
2: of my life.
0: Yeah. 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 So, Cantor, what action do you want to use here? What? And this is an important distinction between mayhem and murder. i assuming that's... It's murder! Murder? All right. Oh,
2: yes. Nice. I love that I have a skill that's murder one. I don't, ever want, I, don't even, I don't ever want to improve it. It's murder one all day, every day. If murder should count down. It should like yeah, start. it really should, yeah. <laughs> murder one is the best guy. It's
4: the best one, number one.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I've got murder one. Uh, you said before, these are, they're Underworld, so I got another one of those, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, where else do I get dice from? Anywhere?
0: Uh, one of these guys can stress out to give you a bonus die, and I can offer you a Devil's Bargain, or anyone can offer you a Devil's Bargain. Um...
3: Uh, I, I can take the stress, and I have an idea for how I do it. Okay.
0: Cool. okay. So you do uh, that.
3: So what I'm going to do is, uh, there's this moment they still don't know where I am or what I'm doing. Like hmm. the, the the whisper is looking for me, and uh, what I do is I reach forward my hand, and I'm going to push my my uh, channeling to create just a tiny bit of wind, right? And what I'm what I say is uh, I'm looking at those circles made out of salt, like you mentioned, and I say should have used gold dust, and I've blown us all <laughs> down a position to let the goats out so that they can help us.
0: Oh, shit! <laughs> nice. That's excellent. Oh, well, that makes my devil's bargain super easy, thank you, <laughs> Um So, Adam, cancer, you can get another bonus die if uh, if you Ah, shit, that's really super mean. Um, Ah, fuck it, whatever. Um, If you don't care about ghosts getting new bodies and possessing people and shit, uh, like, if you're just willing to gun these people down right next to recently freed ghosts, um, give them all the opportunity in the
1: world to possess their their dead bodies.
2: You know what? It's fine, because this whole thing is all just about an exchange of real estate anyway, so... Which, I mean, we're going to get a new building, they might get some new bodies, we're already friends with them anyway, so whatever. You don't really care, right? Yeah, no, it trades across the board. That's the
3: newest I ever spent. <laughs> yeah.
0: That totally helps you, because the ghosts, like, fall on them, you know, and, and oh. you're you're not like, you're not like, oh shit, you're just like,
2: yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, totally. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. Okay, cool, so I got a uh, four dice, then? Uh, two and one from
0: Shrash and one from Devil, yeah. yeah. Oh, and your background. Oh, sorry, no, you're... you're yeah, that is that yeah. is, yeah, I have
2: one, murder okay. one, and then, yeah. Four. Okay, let's see how we do.
0: Oh, and... Yeah, sorry, technically, uh... Sorry,
1: we're, 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 we're yeah. new to this as a group. Um, Josh, you and, and Sean also roll your murder. Yeah. So, so, if you have no murder, you roll two dice and take the lowest, right?
0: Correct. But
3: I am Underworld, which gives me one die. The
1: sweet,
0: the sweet bump up. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Nope. <laughs> you're not going to beat Adam six. You might, you might get a crit if someone can can finagle two dice. You could possibly get a crit. So
2: yeah, I could
1: get a crit by rolling two sixes on my two dice. Where I have to take it's it low.
0: It's definitely it. possible. So.
1: Uh,
0: so your background doesn't apply here, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, your. Uh... background doesn't apply. Um, no. I don't... I, I, it's all—it's Adam's problem. It's not your problem. This doesn't hurt you at all. Uh, it just helps
1: the team or not. So, uh. oh, we'll see how this goes. I think—I think, uh, think um, uh, RC was not like was expecting more bluster. Like we were—we were intimidating and just like <laughs> this is just straight up murder. Like yeah. pause, because because she's all good for a gunfight if she knows that that's what she's getting into. But I think she flinches for a second, especially because you know ghosts. So. Mm-hmm. Uh. Oh,
0: not so much. So the bad news, Adam, is that they neither of these guys managed the success at all. Oh, so you six. Th- oh no, no,
3: no! Sean, Sean got a six, yeah.
0: yeah. No, yeah, the lowest.
3: Yeah. Yes, it's because he
0: has no skill. No, okay. no, no thoughts, rather. So you take two stress from these Yahoo's helping you murder people, That's uh, Adam. <laughs> um. And your is the best one. Good job, Cantor. <clears throat> uh, shit, and I didn't tell you, this is risky. If I don't say it's risky, so... Um, I, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. So, uh, you have two choices here. Or you have one choice out of two things. Um, you can do it and avoid the danger. Uh, uh, so, just just out of rules clarity here, like... There's no scale mismatch or anything. It's three on three. Like you know, there 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 could be some weird issues if there were a lot of them or whatever. But it, it's all fair. <clears throat> you sort of have the drop on them. I mean, whatever. Um, it, so we're leaving that part out. So you can do it and avoid the danger. Which will will roll your your force, um, and you can decide if you want again to lead a group action and let these guys also roll their force uh, mm-hmm. and take stress when they fuck it up. Um, but you'll have more dice to roll. Maybe you do want to do that. Up to you. Well, we're all your forced to see how much murder you accomplish right now, okay. um, and then and and they do not murder you back. Uh, you 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 come in and you handle your business and you just take them down, mm-hmm. or you can overreach, increase your level of effect. You get plus two dice on your effect roll here um, to do extra good murdering, but 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 take
2: their return fire essentially. Um, okay, so it, it, it's up to you. Uh, I want extra murder. Okay. I want, I want the extra murder. I will take the side of murder with some additional murder. Oh, sorry. I
0: actually made it better. Uh, beta, beta game is beta. Uh, you don't get plus two dice. You increase the level of your result of your roll. It goes okay. from a fail to a partial to a. So this actually pushes your result way up um, if you take okay. it fire.
2: Okay, cool. Um, so I've got... I'm using force, right?
0: I think so, yeah. I mean, it's just... That's this is just what it sounds
2: out. like, yep. Yeah,
0: right. You're not <laughs> okay, trying to so
2: I have, make them uh, run away or something. I have two force. Nice. And uh, I have one... I do the underworld thing again, right? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. And, and again, one of these guys can can stress out to give you a bonus die if
0: they
1: want.
3: I'm already running a little low on stress, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I will. Um, yeah. Because, because even if her shot doesn't go off, um, RC's like... Down there to pound, to pound skulls.
2: So, uh, what better way than with tiny balls of lead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'll take your I'll take your bonus dice. So I'm rolling four on this one as well.
0: Four, and then you can decide if you want like uh, Sean and Strash can can roll their characters' force dice as well, and you can all take the best result, or you can just go go your own
2: way here. And the advantage of me just doing it on my own is you won't take stress when they when no. they your rolls. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the I'm the murderer here. Let me let me do it.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: How do we do? Ah, uh, there
0: it is. So that actually becomes a crit. So you you got a full success, but it turns okay. into a crit with your improved effect. Awesome. Um, your effect is extreme, beyond what we would expect, given the, situ- given the situation. Six segments on on a clock. If I was making a progress clock for murder here, mm-hmm. uh, you would have filled it plus a plus a couple probably. Uh, so this is this is full full on. You're, you're going to kill all of them. Yes. Uh, you're, you're not going to leave them wounded and bleeding out or anything like that. You're just ex- not just you. Like everyone is involved. Everyone's participating to some degree <clears throat> in the murder. Uh, and let's see how the return fire goes. So. The, the cross, the the, the whisper whisper, um, one one of the whispers in the room, I should say. Uh, you you guys start opening fire, and he, he he like brings his blade up like he's like he's gonna thrust, and then crosses the distance, kind of like Oscar does. That one of the candle flames goes out when a bullet passes it, and then this dude is like in your face cutting with his blade. <clears throat> um, it's it's impressive. Uh... So you're going to roll your force again, Adam. Uh, this is like your saving throw, right? Yeah.
2: Um,
0: and again, this can be a group thing. If you, if you want everyone to sort of back you up here, or you can just just take it because you're the, you're the point guy. <clears throat> now, they do have the option, um, if for some reason they were better at force than you and they wanted to step in and be like, no, it's on me, I'm going to take it. Yeah. I'm your... They could totally do that, but you're the best person to take this, so you're, you're probably good to just...
2: To okay. Just... All right, Stop. so it's a two, two force. Yep. Uh, anything else?
0: One more uh, he's
2: in background again crosses another
0: uh, guy. You know, you know his moves. He he does a little bit of a feint as he comes in um, to to cut you, but you you know what he's going to do there. Okay. Uh, anyone want to stress out even more
4: for a bonus <laughs> die?
0: Are you all good on stress?
2: That's probably fine.
1: Back up people. I don't know what what uh, what stress is, but I do. I mean, like this is what RC's there to do she's a brawler so I think she's gonna grab him and uh, and uh, try and slow him down so yeah I'll take it all right go ahead and have, a, have
0: another die burn that stress. right every point of stress you don't spend is wasted right yeah um,
3: no because okay. we have to we have to clear it after <laughs> evil GM
0: it eventually clears something clears it getting like horrible wounds right or something? I mean th- this does matter, right? It's uh, it's it's counter murder. You don't you don't want canter to go down, right? So uh, yeah.
2: I'll be fine. I guess got, got the extra dice, I got four. Let's see how we do. Frick.
4: Frick. Frick.
2: Dude. I'm Dude. just really good at role playing games, okay? Like
0: <laughs> So Adam here's your, here's your choice. You can take a mortal wound. Yeah. Or spin zero stress and not take a mortal race. I will spend zero stress and
2: not take a mortal <laughs> Okay. I about, you. thought you might. You yeah. technically do have the choice. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good to have a choice.
0: Yeah. Uh, awesome. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> I love I love this scene. This whole operation has been Cantor being like, no, come on. That's not how you do it. What are you guys doing? What's wrong with you? And then he just comes downstairs and goes to
1: work <laughs> on the just obliterates the room. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I like you don't you do kill dudes in a couple gunshots. This is like a gunfight. There's there's all sorts of shot flying around. It's a tiny little room. It's like yeah, well, it's or a little feet. bit. It's like <laughs> it's
0: the beginning of a gunfight because we didn't get a chance for people to like take cover and maneuver and, and stuff. It was like the first the first parts of that, and then and then they were dead.
2: <laughs> well, there's there's essentially two kinds of of like gang gunfights, right? There's either one group just shows up with guns and kills everybody else, or there's the awkward, like, hiding behind stuff, trying to kill each other, and then the cops show up and we all run away things. So right. We right. did it the right way.
0: You did You did it the right way. Uh, you, you certainly did. Um, so... Uh, yeah, they're all dead. The ghosts... Oh, yeah, so there's one more thing we have to deal with here. Um they get all possessy. Um, fortunately none of your crew is down uh, but but there there's are and you, and you see this vapor, this vapor, like it's like it's like a 60s Star Trek uh, special effects monster that's like dun, 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 just like <laughs> descending on these bodies um, and they they all frost over like their open eyes and their their gushing blood just like freezes where it is coming out of their neck and the goes just like fuse down into these corpses. Um, and you see what happens that like they're they're not they haven't been dead for three days. They're they still have spirits inside them, right? <clears throat> and crazy shit happens. Which only only Oscar really sees. You guys just see this crazy arcing electrical show that puts out all the lights in the room and Jacob's ladder arcs are smashing into the walls and knocking bricks away. Oscar, you see the, these ghosts go into the body and just like kill the spirits inside them.
3: Yeah, I was waiting for that.
0: Um actually, uh, I'm just gonna roll the die of fate here. Let me just let me just get a die of fate going. One second. There's my dice. There you go. Eye is good for you. Okay. Right in the middle. Um so, uh, Silver, uh, the, the, the uh, cross, uh, he, he, gets, he gets taken out, and the, the red sash ghost just, like, obliterates his spirit and, and takes his body, and Silver fights back and kills the, or destroys the spirit that's trying to possess her, and then goes, like, falls back into her body and uh, is, is hanging out there waiting to be freed uh, from her tether to her body, which takes about a few days. So you see that through your spirit mask. You see that go down. Like she's still in there, and the red stuff get, gets taken out. So you're... I think.
3: I think uh, so I don't have command. It's not like I'm going to be able to like take those spirits and do something useful with them. And I don't want her ghost getting out and haunting us for the rest of existence. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do my job. I'm gonna actually like walk down the stairs and uh, I'm gonna do what you're supposed to do, which is incinerate the bodies with electroplasm. That is what you're um, supposed. to do. Hell yeah. And so usually I'm like totally okay about like negotiating and being like, hey, you know, maybe, maybe you guys can help us. Like, which is what I I did with the red sashes, and I'm just so, like.
0: But so even the new one that just possessed the body, are just like, nope, audio, sucker, and you just you just take them all out.
3: Uh, no, no, no. Actually, I'm only gonna take out two of them. The 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 red sash that survived that possessed the cross. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna let that one be. Oh. Okay. okay. Like that, that's fine. Like that's yeah. part of the part of the deal, right? Like. He can sure. help us out, we're doing the exchange, it's all going to be good. But, like, the other two bodies of the the lampreys that actually still have active souls that are potentially going to raise up and give us hell, yeah, no, no chance. I'm, I'm just going to, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to walk in, and, like, all the lights are out, and then, like, they turn on, even though there are no bulbs, there's, like, the glow, and essentially, like, Oscar is, like, reaching out towards it, and it's sort of like the mist comes out of it and out of, like, the barrel that, that had come in with us. Like, yeah. the, the the Leviathan yeah. oil is coming into him, and he's going to process it, like, on the fly and basically, like, point with the other hand, and then this, like, white coruscating arc comes out of it, and, like, the body is just light on fire. So, uh, what stress is that?
0: Uh, yeah, so when you channel it, like, I, I said a stress cost based on the magnitude, right? Uh on-the-fly distilling electroplasm body disintegration? You want it to be, like, instantaneous too, right? You don't want to hang around and have this be a whole deal.
3: No, it's okay if it's a whole deal. The only other person... Like, we're not seeing any more people here, right? Like, it's not like we're gonna get bum-rushed by, like... Yeah, like, it... We have three days, so, like, they can, they okay. can, they can kindle a while. I just really? don't want it to spread.
0: Alright, so you don't do it in a second. You, like, spend some time doing this. Yeah. If, if, if you If you, like, make it a deal and, like, do it in a controlled way, just too, just two stressful. Right. If you want to be no. like kapow, you're gone instantaneous. That'd be more like four.
3: No, no, I'm taking my time.
0: Okay, nice. Cool. Yo, so the, the uh, uh, witness this insanity going down in front of you. Um, what do you? How do you react to
1: that business? Uh,
2: he's just doing his job, so. <laughs> i don't know i'm going like going through the the like i, I mean i guess he's got to use the body so i'm just standing back and waiting for it to be done yeah yeah I mean, if, if
0: you want anything like if you if you're gonna do do anything with these bodies he's, they're about to be disintegrated so uh
3: yeah I, I actually i actually warn him i'm like hey guys i got this and then uh you know if if you guys ha- like i have to pull it in first so you have like a couple minutes if you want to <laughs> be property and the adventurers and loot them. <laughs> you,
0: you could have well. you It yeah i mean
3: they might have like scraps of notes or like yeah maps or some shit like we might be able to leverage it to like case joints or something i don't know and, and
0: there, there is like loot too like we'll, we'll find out when we do you know the end of the job like what you
2: got like maybe you pull a purse off them how urgent are you? Are you seeming about this? Uh,
3: not, sort of, not, like, not very. I like actually okay. probably take a couple of minutes to sort of like walk around the room and sort of like look around just to make sure that we're not going to get like jumped in the middle of it from down here. Now keep in mind there is one guy upstairs still. Yeah, so. but that
2: guy we can murder him too. It's fine. <laughs> All right, if he comes downstairs, we'll just we'll just All do right. him. I don't think after all these lights went out and everything, all this ghost shit happened, I don't think he's coming down here. Yeah, all
3: right, cool. Seriously. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing it in a huge rush. Uh, cool, like... Well, yeah, we
2: should totally roll these dudes and see if they got anything on them.
0: Yeah, totally. You 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 do. Um, like you you pull off any loose coin they have and yeah. any interesting weapons. Like, oh, this is actually a pretty good blade. I'll
2: I'm take... I'm basically like for me, I'm looking to see like I mean, we shot them, so there's blood all over their clothes. But like, do any of them have like nice boots or like a nice hat or anything?
0: Like, oh yeah.
2: They have they have nicer stuff than you do. Oh yeah, right?
0: upgrades totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, boots, their boots are really good actually. Not not luxury like fancy person. Yeah, yeah. But, like better than what I got. boots are like soft and quiet, but also sturdy, and they're they're really nice. Yeah. Cool. Yes, I will do that. Wardrobe
2: upgrades, and then Maybe you know they can get them. like
0: a, a a nice silver ring or a, a piece yeah. of jewelry under their shirt, that kind of stuff. Um, if you if you want to pirate it up and like take a take an earring out and clip it in and
2: put a put a chain on like you can totally do that. Uh, they've got stuff that you can array yourself. Yeah, with. yeah, Time um, for these people to ante up. I am taking their stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I think as this isn't going to really affect uh, Oscar
1: much, but like RC doesn't know a whole lot about magic. But one thing she does know is the purpose of of Leviathan blood. Like that's like. What she's doing, so she cracks open the like the cask, like pops it open, and you know once you like looted them, she pours you know so it's like it's there. She like pours some of the leviathan uh, blood on each of them. So when you're channeling it, it's like right there, and you can just make the blood boil and sizzle.
2: Oh, she's, like, whoa! We gotta sell that. What are you doing? <laughs> cleaning house. That's his job. Don't get that shit everywhere. Ugh. You are so bad at this. Just stand over there.
0: So it's pitch dark down here while while Oscar's working. You guys probably go back upstairs. This is the end of the operation. I have one last little bit, and then we'll do we'll do development. Um, you go back upstairs. Tattoo guy is gone, uh, or, or Cyclops. I should probably call him. Um, that's his most distinguishing feature. Uh, yes, but there's a line. There's like three junkies um, standing in the doorway, and they've they've obviously heard everything that happened—the murder and the ghost shit and lightning and everything that happened downstairs. And the lead one, this this woman who's like hunched over, like scratching the back of her neck. She's like, "Uh, so are like you guys open or what?"
1: Yes, yes, we <laughs> are
3: for business. Okay. All right.
1: Nice. Cool. Awesome.
0: Let's see. Let's see how how, uh, how how that helps your crew. You've you've acquired turf. You have a place to sell your stuff. Actually, that is yours. Word. Nice. It's a whole new thing for you. Okay. So there's two. Well, there's like a, like four things we do. But let's 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 just run through them real fast. <clears throat> um, the first thing we do is. The roll for heat. So you've already your crew's already gained one heat because of Adam's bargain earlier. Mm. Now we're going to see how much more heat your crew has drawn based on this 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 operation. So we roll a number of dice based on what you just did, um, and I'll, I'll I'll read the list real quick. We roll one die if the operation was smooth and quiet, low exposure. We roll two dice if it was under control, everything was under control, medium exposure. Three dice if it was loud and chaotic, kind of high exposure, and four dice if the operation was wild and crazy, devastating exposure. So if you kept it smooth and quiet, it's one, totally
1: wild is four, and then, you know, somewhere in between two and three. I think we're in the two dice. I mean, there was a gunfight, but it was underground in a place where no one gives a shit about a gunfight
2: going off.
3: And it was murder, not mayhem.
2: Yeah, yeah. And also it wasn't a gunfight, it was an execution. It was an execution.
3: It was a murder one. Was
2: Sorry, a murder. That was murder one. No, we didn't really plan it. It was we'll kinda... locked sideways. Oh yeah, yeah. I turn it sideways, all the powder falls out, it's really <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> Constantly shoving it back in.
0: Yeah, hold it. Uh, cool. Okay, so that's that's two dice. Add one die if your target was particularly high profile. I don't think that applies. Um, add one die if killing was involved. Yep, that definitely applies. That's that's three. Um, minus two if the action happened on turf that you or a friendly faction control. This and is a bit of an to... edge case. Uh, you yeah. control it now. Um, but we didn't in the moment. We didn't actually, before.
3: actually, that's untrue because this is technically uh, wait. A red sash is bad
0: I guess that's that's technically true. Like you have a place to sell stuff. This is. Actually, red sash turf technically. Uh, so yeah, I guess I guess that doesn't count for him.
2: Yeah, because the red sashes are our
0: enemy anyway. So. Yeah. 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 They'll they'll be around tomorrow probably. Don't worry about that right now. <laughs> um, so okay, so someone can roll three dice. Um, high high is bad for you. This is this is the heat rolling. I I could do it, but go, go ahead and.
3: I can roll. I have been having terrible rolls all night.
0: Yeah, yeah. Try, to, try to roll low again.
3: Three. One, two, three, and roll.
0: Yep. Yeah, congratulations. Hey, not bad, not bad. Uh, The crew takes one heat. You only, you only pull one heat from that. Good job. Bam. Good job. Um, now, uh, P.S., like, if you want your crew's renown, you want your name to ring out, you know what I'm saying, um, the way you do that is to max out your heat level and then that bumps up your wanted level by one permanently.
4: Right. And every
0: time you do that, every time your wanted level goes up, it's like Grand Theft Auto stars, but they never go away. Um, well, there are ways to do it, actually, but technically it's permanent. Um, every time that happens, your cruise renown, you get a bonus die on your renown. Like, your, your stat goes up. Right. So um, that that's a way to play. Not getting heat is good, but getting heat, if you want to, like, you know, have a lot of clout on the street, that's how you do that. Uh, okay, now we do development. So now you've done all this stuff. Um, you've, you've looted the bodies. You've you've sold uh, unrefined demon blood to junkies who will basically shoot and snort and drink anything you give them for coins. Yes. Um, but your crew is you didn't even though you're new. You didn't just come into existence right now. Like there's all these entanglements of promises and debts and and deals and, and legacy stuff that we don't have all the bandwidth to go into. But we know that. All of you have enough history that when you come into money, you don't just count it up and stick it in your account and be like, "We're rich, right?" You you got to pay off that dude, you got to pay off that debt. You, there's there, it comes and goes, right? Right. So the way we judge how you manage gaining stuff and losing stuff, instead of keeping track of each penny, um, we it, it's a role your crew has a stat called resources that shows like how good you are as a crew at managing that stuff, managing the ins and outs of your finances. <clears throat> So uh, we make a roll to see what happens. Every time you pull a score, um, so the faster you can pull scores, like the more your, your crew kind of gets this, this bonus. You're going to roll one die for each diamond of your crew's resources effect. And I, I think it's one. I forget what you put in resources. Uh, it's one. Yeah. Then you get a bonus die for every level three faction status you hold, positive or negative. Now, here's an important factor. You have a positive three with the Dimmer Sisters, so you get plus one die to this roll, uh, because you know they have networks of contacts and friends. They 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 make it easier for you to advance. You also, whenever you do a score, um, your your faction status can move around. And I think this is a perfect example of minus one status, uh, with the, the lampreys. Lampreys, with the lampreys. Um, that that doesn't put you at minus three, it puts you at minus two, but one more operation where you show up and murder their people uh, will put you all the way down, and that will actually help you develop because you're more fearsome. People people are like, no, no, it's good. Um, what debt? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, forget it. We're we're friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you want to, once you go negative, it, it does sort of behoove you to keep driving it down because it, it helps you in the long run. Uh, so that so you have two dice to roll for resources. You're a starting crew, that's that's actually okay. Um, and I don't think you have any other dice there, so someone can roll two to see how that goes. All
2: right. Um I
4: do
2: I'm still pretty good at this game.
0: Pretty good. Okay, so your crew gains one hold on your tier. You go from zero hold to one hold. Good job. Nice. And you gain two coin. So coin is this abstract uh, amount, a, a parcel of coin. A parcel of coin is like a, a, a significant, like pulling out a stack of $100 bill, you know, and being like, if this isn't a problem anymore, Or like the briefcase full of money, um it, one parcel of coin is equal to one item weight when you're carrying stuff, so you could think of it that way, too. Like, it's like, it's a it's a significant chunk. It's enough to turn anyone's head. Even a wealthy person, if you were like, hey, here's $5,000 to watch my car, you know, it's it, it's this, like, significant amount. Uh, so your crew gains two two coin worth of of, of money and assets. Um, if you don't have a vault, I don't think you have guys have a vault yet. Um, no, we don't. Yeah, Yeah, so, well, you, right, because you started with three and now that's bumping up to five, right? Yep. So, one of those needs to be spent uh, during this session, essentially, um, or or it'll, or or it can be stashed. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, In someone's personal stash. Uh, When you have a vault, you can store up to eight, but right now, like at Skrullock Manor, you would think you would (laughs) have plenty of space to store a coin. But I guess uh, his weird collection and all kinds, you know, it's it's just too ratty and, and dilapidated. You don't want to like put money in a wall safe and then it just crashes and it goes into the sewer or whatever. So um, you can currently safely store four coin at Scrooge Manor. And when you get your vault, you can store eight. Also, the last thing you do is somebody rolls a d6 because uh, your heat level is currently what's your heat level two? Two. Someone rolls a d6. This is the entanglement that hits. Whenever you come into money, people come out of the woodwork and give you problems. Um, so someone roll a d6 for the entanglement of the, of oh. the hour. And they, they vary by heat level. Is that a one?
4: It's Thank a you, one. Sean.
0: Thank you so much. Oh, that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um. Okay, so... I do what I can. I'll I'll read what it says and then I, I'm, yeah I can see it it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the unquiet dead, the rogue spirit of a past victim find its way finds its way to you. Pay one coin to a whisper or railjack to exercise it or deal with it yourself. So, Adam, like the next night, you're like you're sleeping and you and you 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 wake up, and uh, something has gone horribly wrong. Um, Sorry, Strash, step in and make rules to make this not true whenever you want. I'm just gonna run with this.
3: No, no, no! It's got to spook him first. I got, I got to earn my keep, right? He's got to know that I'm useful.
0: Yeah. So, uh, hovering over the bed is the supposedly electroplasmically disintegrated spirit of Silver, Silver's ghost, who, whom you murdered the night before. Uh, you know, standing there, pointing at you, saying your name into the darkness. You wake up in a like. You're already like frozen to your sheets and you can't really move. And the, the electroplasmic cloud is like creeping across like
3: right, moving
0: towards your face. <laughs> um uh you know, she's like, Murderer, like descending on you.
3: So so I, I wanna step in here. Uh I think there's there's probably a, a actually I have a question for you before I, I do what I'm planning. Uh, yeah. What is a ghost key? Because I have one.
0: Um, I don't know. I I mean, I have an idea, but oh, good. I, I mean... think
3: what, I, I think it said what I'm using is my fine spirit anchor. Uh, so like, there's this moment where where you feel like the mists begin pouring into you, you know, and like like going for the possession, and uh, then there's just this this noise, and uh, Oscar throws what looks like. I don't know, it's like some weird piece of jewelry. It's like a bangle or something. And it goes right through the ghost. And what I'm trying to do it is essentially, like, yank it off of him and sort of, like, stick it in this, like, corner of the room. Uh, like, nice. it's, it's, it's almost like, I mean, it's literally an anchor. Like, it goes through it, catches it, and then puts it wherever it is that it lands.
0: Nice. Yeah, it, like, it, it like drags it to the ground and pins it there or, or to the wall or whatever. Thanks, um, Egon. Yeah. So and Strass, so, something is weird here, right? Like be, because we made this role, because you said you disintegrated them, like you know, something strange has happened. That Silver has escaped electroplasmic disintegration somehow. She knows some secret art of the Whisper or something that lets her do that. <clears throat> so that's true now. That's a thing. Uh, we just made that up. That there's there, there's a secret Whisper technique. Um, maybe you could learn it from her. Uh, I
3: think that's a long-term project.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so um, you're using a tune, right? You're going to save um, Cantor's bacon here instead of p- ponying up the, the one coin to, uh, to a professional exorcist.
3: Uh, yeah, because otherwise, why am I in this gag?
0: Exactly. I mean, this is your job. Uh,
3: so, actually, I think there's like this moment where, where I. T- okay, I'll, I'll give you my line afterwards. Let's take care of your problem first. So, a tune, right? Yep. Uh, and uh, this is still an underworld spirit, right?
0: <laughs> yes, technically it is. <laughs>
3: uh, awesome. And I am using a fine item.
0: You are. So, uh, uh, so you're gonna, Sorry, the fine uh, quality applies to effect, not to
3: action. Oh, I see. I see, I see, I see. Uh, all right. So I'm, oh. I'm, I'm looking at three here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, it, it, it does apply to effect. Um, yeah.
3: uh, all right. Uh, so am I technically on point or... Uh,
0: I guess... I mean, I don't know if you actually have... I, no,
3: this is fine. I think I'm, I'm okay with this unless you have a Devil's Bargain I might enjoy.
0: I do. Uh, th- so this is risky. Um, of course. The... Yeah. Yeah. The Devil's Bargain is... Um... So, Silver is a, is a whisper. She clearly knows stuff you don't know. Um... When you use your spirit anchor on her, she's going to like it's it's going to work. She can't just resist it or anything, but it's it's going to uh, sort of attach to her. Like you won't be able to use it again until you deal with silver. It's um, it's it's gonna it's gonna pin her in place. It's gonna bind her. Um, you can drag her around with it and take her where you want to go, but. You, you can't be free of her um, until you come to terms with, with dealing with her. You, you can choose not to. You can be like, nope, nope, I'm not going to use it.
1: Um, I want to point out that I think this is why there's not more storage space available in the Sirlock Manor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what, they just they're... got ghosts pinned in?
1: <laughs> <They're like grooves laughs> where just, like, you just don't go in there. What do, you, what, do you use the,
3: what do you use the vault for? If the light is green, the
1: deck is clean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Dogs and cats living together. <laughs>
3: uh, so I think that's really fun. Um, it's terrible for me, but you know, what are you going to do? So hey. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a take it. Here we go.
0: You're not your character's babysitter.
3: <laughs> yeah! That's what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. Nice. So, try so actually do it and avoid the danger, or you can overreach and increase your level of effect, but suffer an effect back. Um, I, I don't think you really need to do that. We're like, This this is good. You know, we We've got yeah. it covered. You're you're gonna you're gonna already get a bonus die on effect because of your fine thing. Um, let let's just let's roll effect here to see how thorough this control is. Like you spirit well, anchor Silver's ghost and uh, well, and, and if you want to take the effect back and get a bonus level, I'm not trying to tell I you. No, no, no.
3: Effect is fine. Uh, I'm happy uh, if I if I get to overreach in particular because uh, the overreach here would definitely be to be able to bend the spirit so that she you know. Can be used to teach me some of these tricks that I don't know.
0: Okay, yeah. If you want to overreach, you'll 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 boost your level of effect by one, and then you'll have to resist the her, the backlash from her from her ghost. Done. All right, cool.
3: So, yeah. uh, this is uh, I assume this is me against her in terms of magic. So it's going to be will, right?
0: Fully totally will, yeah. Just a battle of wills.
3: And she's still technically underworld.
0: Yeah, she is.
3: And that is a fine spirit anchor, and you said it's used on effect.
0: It is. Plus one.
3: Uh-huh. And then I get plus one for overreaching?
0: You get plus one level to your whatever your result is. Oh. In. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah.
3: All right. So let's so see what happens.
1: Six, you're critting. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, you're...
3: So how do you increase the level of a crit?
1: <laughs> it's a super crit. It's the first super crit. Monster crit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um, I, the easiest way here, because you have something coming back at you, uh, the easiest it's way... I did it. You- Perfect. Just negate, just negate her 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 fighting. Um, I think that's that's a safe bet. So uh, so that's zero stress for you to deal with with her resistance and um, and it, you know it's not like a serious battle either. Like silver is she's super savvy and, and knows these weird secrets. So as soon as the anchor hits her, it like pins her to to the far wall, like the the, the necklace, like. You know, hits the wall, and she realizes that a normal ghost would try to fight their way out of it, but she just stands there and stares at you. Uh, Adam, like Cantor can see this kind. of... You can't tell who it is or what it is really, but you see this crazy shit happening. Yeah, um, some electrical arcs like shoot out and like burn through part of the wallpaper, um, which is already all rotted and shitty looking, so nobody cares. Um, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, like she she realizes it, like. You know her her ghostly senses are still pretty sharp because she's new. Um, that's why you still get your your background die on her, right? She's she's still a person, more or less. Um, but she knows she knows she's gonna slip away and turn into this horror. Um, but now there's a whisper who. To...
3: We might be able to negotiate a body. We might.
0: Yeah, maybe so. Depending
3: on how good she is at teaching me. So hmm. uh, I I think this is the moment like. Yeah, this is totally gonna happen, but first, I totally look at, um, uh, uh, at Cantor, and I'm like, uh, I, I, I sort of, like, put one, one hand on you, and I look at you in in that, like, with the eyes glowing, just to kind of double-check you to see if your, like, soul is damaged or something. And then I say, uh, not terribly good at holding corners, but this is why you hang out with us.
2: So, um... (laughs) I'm, like, grabbing my pillow and the blanket off my bed, and I'm just, like, I'm going to go find another room, <laughs> like, walk out into the hallway. You're, like, shedding frost and ice. Yeah, I just, like, peel the blanket off of myself and, like, shake it out, and I'm, like, i got to find another room to sleep in walk out.
1: <laughs> oh, nice. Mercy's on a cot across the room with, like, her hang- arm hanging down, sleeping through the whole thing.
0: <laughs> uh all right, so that's development. You saved a coin. Good job. That's that's important.
3: I need it uh, for my vice. I
0: was gonna say we're about to get into coin spending uh, territory now. <laughs> um, so you get there's some downtime between the next operation, right? The next thing the crew's gonna do. Um, when you have downtime, you can recover. You know, get your stress back, deal with injuries and stuff, which you didn't have because you straight up murdered your opponents. Um, you can try to reduce the heat on the crew if you want to do that. Uh, there, there's different things you can do. Um, it's, it's on your character sheet. You sort of get to do a free thing and then a bonus thing. So we'll, we'll do the free things first. Uh, if you use any armor, which we didn't get to, again, you kind of pulled this off without a lot of blowback on yourself. But you would get to fix your armor. Um, and then you also get to recover from wounds and indulge your vice. Uh, that, that's
2: all free. You just get to do that.
0: Uh, so I think everyone is fairly stressed out. What are your stress levels right now?
2: Uh, I've got three.
0: Oh, that's four. one. Seven. Seven.
2: <laughs>
3: ah, nice. I have a stress machine. <laughs> Just one, one
2: too many magic missiles there, Strash. One away from trauma, trauma time.
0: Very close. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's do Vice and then uh, like uh, we can step through it uh, with Strash and because I'm sure that's. Something you want to do, unless you're tr- unless you're going for the trauma rush, you know. Some people like to play that way and, and get their vice bumped up and everything. But
3: I think I'm I think I'm okay for now. I think I'm gonna let de- it occur naturally and actually fight it a little bit. I mean, we've got a spare coin, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so let, let's let's step through it and then um, Adam and Sean, you got you can like follow along and then do this for your guys too. Cool. Uh-huh. So the way you get rid of stress is you indulge your vice, right? Um, and uh, we'll, we'll just talk briefly about how you do it. Uh, since we're doing a demo, we won't play it too much, I think. We'll just kind of briefly mention your vice and, and move on. Um, there's a lot of things that can happen with vices. You can get leads from your people and all kinds of stuff. But um, since this is more of a demo game, we'll kind of cut it short. Um, so you, when you make the roll, you go and build your vice, uh, which for you, Strush, is, uh, is this weird collection habit, right? Um, is this is this getting the thing out of that tattoo parlor? Is that how you do it, or, or is
3: absolutely? Uh, well, it's not just that. It's I, I mean, I'm assuming that that's the thing that I get, but then there's probably going to be like things that I need to do to unlock it. Uh, what what is yeah. it like? What, like when we see that like, you know... yeah, so
0: Tara, she wants you to acquire this. It's 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 a missing part of, of the weird collection at the manor. It's something that she's aware of that, that she spoke to other family members about who didn't acquire it the right way or whatever. It, it is actually a tattoo gun and uh, some inks made from substances uh, that you do not recognize. Um, they're so weird, you don't know what they are at all. Uh, you might want to start a project about that if you want to. Um,
3: do I get na- to pick yeah. up Satara's Favor by one? Uh,
0: yes, you, you may do so.
3: Uh, how big is the project on researching the inks uh,
0: let's call it eight okay. okay so um so yeah you do that um, <clears throat> you feel better you know you there's a missing and and you even know where to put it like there's there's a part place in the matter you just feel like it should go um, and there's like a rusty old like straight razor uh, in the collection, and some other sort of sort of weird. There's like a dentist chair uh, contraption in the room with the tarp over it, and like oh, this definitely goes in here. Yeah, um, this is the right place for this. Of course. <laughs> uh, so to to de-stress, you're gonna roll one die for each uh, vice, which is one for a starting character. You have one one die. Um, After the roll, you can increase the the level of your result two different ways. You can spend one coin to bump it up, and one for one. So you can spend coin to just indulge more uh, in whatever weirdness, you know, spend a bunch of money on a weird painting that makes you feel better, or whatever you need to do. (laughs) Um, So you can spend coin to do that, or you can overindulge uh, to bump up your level. And there's a little list of overindulgences that your character can suffer if you're willing to have your, a bad time with your vice and suffer for it, you can you can de-stress more, but it causes fallout and some uh, some difficulties for you. So, but the, you can do those both after you see where your roll is. So the the first thing to do is just roll your your one and only vice die and see how your initial de-stressing goes. Four, right? Is that it's small? I can barely see it. Four, okay. Um, so that will allow you to clear two stress of your seven. Not so good. Really? I think we're... (laughs) uh,
3: So if I I spend a coin, does that up the level or uh, just the the, the number on the die?
0: If you spend a coin, it'll bump it up to uh, a full success so you'll clear four stress. And if you spend two coins, it'll become a critical and you can clear six stress. And uh, the implication is if you spend three coins and knock it off the end of the chart, you will recover all of your stress damage.
3: Uh, does anybody mind if I spend two coin?
1: That's what it's for, man. Yeah, All for right,
3: it. done. Two coins, right. six stress down. I'm at one stress.
1: That takes the crew down to three, right? So you're. Yep. Right. yep. That that was our profits, right there, blown Eight. into crazy occult art and
0: shit. Uh, yeah, I mean, if that's cool with the crew, then then it's cool with the crew.
3: So I, I think I think there's this moment where like. Maybe I'm studying the inks, and you guys start seeing me, like, actually, like, starting some tattoos and stuff, and I have to, like, buy supplies, and, yeah. Yeah, these, like,
0: servants arrive from different quarters of town with, like, all this weird gear that, that he's
1: bought, and they're, they're, like, carting it in, like, servant after servant. Have you hired, like, a tattoo artist? You know, like, you need, you need someone, like, who, like, you can't, I mean, you can tat yourself, but, you know, you're, you know unless it's, that's in your purview, you might need to get a little excellent Go uh, yeah, ahead. Yeah.
0: The gun and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. And at, at, eventually, after some some level of, of uh, indulgence here, you start to feel better about everything. So so does that put you that puts you at six, right? So you're down to one stress level.
3: Correct. I'll be holding one for next time.
0: Okay. So normally, when you spin coin or overindulge, uh, the vice purveyor, like whoever you interact with, with your vice. Um, Will be willing to share a lead with you on a on a job or something. You you sort of ingratiate yourself to them, you know. So um, that that's a thing that could happen. But uh, since this is more of a demo game than uh, you know, awesome. if we play the concession, it'll be it'll be hanging out there for us to awesome. play. Awesome. Um, I'm sure we have both have ideas about what can happen there. Uh, meanwhile, these two have to de-stress. So. Uh, it's it's a simple procedure when you're new. You just basically roll a die and see see how it goes, and then make choices after that. Alrighty, let's do it. Oh boo, oh. yeah too. So can't you you tell me your advice again? I I I Um, you. luxury. Oh right 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 right. Yeah. How, how, what's it look like when you indulge that? Like what do you do? do you take crazy baths and and, and around?
2: Um, I just I just like buy pointless crap like.
0: Mm. I, I shop. You go shopping, yeah. Yeah. That's a belt hat that'll last, like, an hour
2: before it gets ruined. Totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, because I don't, I don't have the lifestyle to support owning really, like, nice expensive stuff. Um, or it gets <laughs> lost it or stolen blood. or whatever, yeah. but, yeah. Like, I live in a rundown mansion, but I have, like, super expensive boots and, like, Yeah.
0: So you come back from this excursion with, like, a, a velvet cape or something? <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> do you lose your shit when it gets, like, torn or stained or damaged? Like, when you when you have nice stuff, do you freak out when it gets fucked up?
2: Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I can take it's it from my really
0: cape. Get off my cape, idiot! Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, so you rolled a two. You clear one stress. Okay. Um, again, you can spin coin to bump that up.
2: Man, I only uh, I only had three. That brings me to two. So I'm I'm
0: okay not spinning. It's not too bad. Yeah, if, if you want, there's a you can choose an overindulgence to uh, to like clear it all out. But
1: if you want to stick, okay. stick with two, that's cool. RC, RC is gonna go drinking and fighting and whoring. Um, of course. Maybe. An always up for that. And. Um, And she's gonna party on town and get into fights as she should. Yeah. Alright. right. Uh, that is a two stress two stress clearing night of fighting and pouring. I'm going to overindulge by getting a bad rap. Um, Yeah. the like she's in the air the docks area near where their new turf is. Yeah, totally. You're like right right near it. Uh, yeah, she's, she's she's right near it, and so uh, you should
0: really stay away from there, probably. What? I said you should probably stay away from there, but
1: you know, you have, whatever. <laughs> that's where that's where the action is. The docks, yep. you know. I mean, you, you that's and what are all about. They're not. They don't make sense, right? Um. So the Lamp Blacks. Well, they were initially kind of pleased with us taking uh, red sash ter- or you know. While they, they, they like the idea of Red Sash territory um, being taken, uh, RC made enough of a scene uh, and uh, knocked in enough, enough skulls that, that she has temporarily pissed them off. So the blacks who liked us don't like us so much right now. Yeah. Uh, she got in some fights that she shouldn't have, and... Uh, made it pretty clear that, of her presence that they were claiming this territory um, and uh, it wasn't subtle at all.
0: Nice. So, so just, just for the audience at home here, that, that what this overindulgence does is you, you, you sort of lose the status level with your, it says your least understanding faction, uh, until you assure them that you are in fact reliable. So it's like a temporary loss with the land black. They, they hear about this Parsi character. I I thought you guys were cool, like, you seemed like a, well, I guess to them you seemed like a reliable crew, um, and now there's, you're, like, getting into trouble and causing all this trouble, like, ah, maybe, no, 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 and they're, they're iffy on you until, and this is your thing to deal with, right, Sean, like, RC's gonna have to talk to Basha Boz or somebody in the Lamplax and, like, exactly make it good with them and be like, no, 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 listen, you can trust us, like, everybody has a bad night, or, or whatever, you know,
1: you, you have to deal
0: with that
4: problem.
1: That's a problem to to deal with later, but yeah. Uh, but for now, you overdo it and you feel great, and uh, and I think for stress, right? Uh, for stress, yeah, which, which clears me out. Nice, nice.
0: Um. Okay. So let's let's do let's just go ahead and finish down the downtime. Um, I know we're getting we're getting long on time here, so maybe maybe we can just wrap up with downtime. I thought we might do another operation, but it might oh, be getting
2: good.
0: yeah, getting a little late, maybe. So yeah, okay. Um, okay, so uh, there's three things you can do. Uh, besides spicing out and, and recovering, um, you can try to reduce heat on the crew. You can tell me how you want to do that. You can work on a project or, or make a new project, um, and that can be anything, any side thing you're interested in, or, or stuff related to the crew. Even um, finding new connections, whatever, um, dealing with personal issues, anything can be a project. We can talk through that. Um, or you can try to acquire an asset for an upcoming operation. Uh, you might be like, "Look, we need. What we need is we need to move all our stuff all at once. You need a barge or something. Let's get a barge, or let's let's hire a bigger gang because we." have any thugs right now. Let's hire a bunch of thugs, because the red satchels are going to come and fuck with us. So when that happens, we're going to have all these guys. <laughs> um, so that, that's acquiring an asset. That's the last thing on your list there on this character sheet. So you can do one of those things with your downtime. If you want more downtime, and want to do a bunch of stuff, you can spin coin or reduce your hold, because like, you lose hold on your on your tier by spending all this time on side projects. But you can chain together downtime if you want to and, and do a bunch of stuff in a row. Sometimes, you know, you'll have projects that are more interesting to you than, than doing a new score or something. So <clears throat> that is an option. But for now, we'll just do one thing each. You can focus on reducing heat, working on a project of your own design, or, or helping someone with theirs, or trying to acquire a new asset or, or gang or
1: something. For the group. I have an idea for acquiring an asset. Okay. Um, I think, how much time is downtime supposed to represent? Is it just however much works in the fiction?
0: Yeah, it depends on what you're doing. Um, it's... Sourcing? After, like, this... Would be a, a long time for downtime, but, you know... I'm sorry? I, I, a, a week would be kind of a long time for downtime, but it's, it's right in that ballpark.
1: Okay. So I Separate think after, days. like, a day or two of sleeping in the tattoo shop, because we have to hold the turf... Mm-hmm. Or she's like fuck this noise. Also, she's been drinking and pouring every night, so she knows it's a bad place for her to be. Um, uh, so she, uh, she's gonna try and round up some out of work, uh, sailors, dockers, like dock workers. She's gonna yeah. hire up some muscle that have uh, that she can relate to crew, crew. She knows people that are that are not criminals by nature, but they can swing a, a belaying pin, no problem, uh, to to guard this turf. Nice, nice. So, I want a group of thugs.
0: Scare up a group of thugs, basically, right?
1: Yep. Exactly. Cool. And she's in the right area to recruit them. Yeah, yeah. totally.
0: It's, yeah, <laughs> I think there's like... Four you know noble people stepping out of their carriages with sacks of coin like hiring thugs and there's like a group of killers hiring thugs there's, there's like <laughs> everybody queues up to hire their thugs at the docks it's the, it's
1: the number one thug hiring zone right exactly <laughs> I mean I go and find you know Cyclops and like you know get his you know buddy oh man you know actually
0: uh, I I think he he will he will basically go along like. The word got around just enough, right? Like he probably told some weird stories. Your heat did go up a little bit from it. You know? He's told some weird stories about this like death crew that showed up and murdered everybody or something, and he doesn't know who they were or why or anything like that. But when he sees you again, he probably he just like hangs his head like shit. <laughs> so he's the first one. He just go. He just goes with you wherever. He's not gonna put up a fight. Um... <laughs> so. uh... How uh, how are you gonna? Uh, oh, sorry. Hang on. Sorry. Is, this this
1: how does the role? Is, a role is it an action?
0: Yeah, this isn't a normal role. Sorry. Uh, there there are a few sort of special roles in the game, and this is one. It, you, it specifies an an action which is supply. Supply is your skill for not only like you're technically you know in the moment you're commanding these guys, you're using your sailor commander presence, right. but in order to go to the right place talk to the right people, you know, it, that, that's a—that's where supply comes in. That's the supply action. Okay. Uh, so you're going to roll your supply dots, and then again, after the roll, you can spin coin to bump up your level, because you can just throw money around and be like, fuck it, just come and work for us. That's cool.
1: Um, so I have no dots in supply, but I'm specifically targeting laborers. Um, so nice. Yeah, that's perfect. Yep. That, so that I'm- my background. Um, that, yeah. And... Um, I can give you a devil's bargain if you want it. Um, if you have something, yeah. So
0: if you don't really care too much about the type of guys you get, like if if you're willing to take any anyone who looks like a tough guy, including the guys who are going to spend their whole time eyeballing that turf and being like, you know what, we could run a joint like this. Why does it have to be theirs? You can totally get a bonus die. If you're just like, you know what, you look dangerous, come with me.
1: Yep, I'll totally take the guys who are going to try to overthrow us next week. <laughs> okay. It's done. not a surprise to you. Like, you know in the moment, you're like, this guy is trouble. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he might not last for a long, yeah. long, you know, for his plans to come to fruition. I mean, they're, they're, they're scary. They're, they're going to be effective at
0: their job. Though.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, take the bonus die. That's two. All right. I'm all two. Cool. Nice. Dude. Nice.
0: So... Uh, a six means you acquire a fine asset for temporary use. So you get some fine thugs.
2: me, my rap name, Fine Thug. Fine Thug, holy <laughs> shit, MC Fine Thug. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So when these guys uh, fight for you and stuff, they they they're more effective. They're they're just they're they're a really good batch, really good batch of dudes. Does that count as
1: a crew upgrade? Do we get thugs now as a
0: as a crew? do. So the way when you acquire an asset this way, it's temporary. You get it for one use, and that that can be like guard this place for now for us, or yeah. transport a thing somewhere, or whatever whatever makes sense for a use. So they'll probably hang around for a week or two, maybe uh, at the most, um, or
1: or one engagement with an enemy, and then they'll. That's they'll they last long enough to either turn tail, on, like, turn on us or to defend off some dudes. Yeah, they,
0: they won't really be wasted exactly. Like, if, if for some reason it just never came up again, then I guess they'd sort of be wasted. But they're, they're definitely good for one engagement, at, at least. Perfect. Yeah. So, New Turf is technically guarded, protected
1: by fine thugs. By fine thugs, thugs right. Good and uh, Cyclops is in charge. Yeah, yeah. Reporting to me and telling me if shit goes down, so I don't have to work. So I don't have to fucking live live here uh, every night. So. Nice.
0: Anybody else have an idea?
3: Uh, I'm gonna do a long-term project. Okay. Uh, I'm learning whisper secrets from Silver. I mean, it's it's pretty straight Silver. up. I gotta yeah. I gotta take care of that if I want to get my anchor back, right?
4: Yep.
0: Yep.
3: So, uh, yeah, that's the thing. How do we do that?
0: So you tell me the action you're using to do that, and are uh, we'll uh, you advance your project? And you can also spend money on this, right? You, again, you can like buy ancient weird books and stuff that she tells you you need to buy or whatever.
3: I think uh, I think I'm using the tune. Uh,
1: okay, <laughs> cool.
3: I mean, uh, she's a ghost, I'm learning ghosty things. So, uh, so are you it's like whispering The other if, option is, of course, cipher. If uh, I'm, you know. Writing down notes and studying books and stuff. No, I think strange. it's, yeah.
0: To me, what that means though is that like, this isn't her like explaining stuff to you. It's like she doesn't possess you, but you know, you you're no. getting. No, you're,
3: I think she probably yeah yeah. There's something going on there, even if.
0: possesses you, kinda. Yeah. Right, like there's this weird transfer of information and stuff that's happening with you that isn't a conversation. It's like this. A, channeling a tuning thing that's happening between, um, yeah, that's awesome, um, and, you know, you, you are getting a vibe that, that Silver is, like, savvy enough to not push things, but is kind of just gonna let this go wherever it goes, and hope that before her last bit of humanity slips away, um. She can she can make some sort of deal or something, but she's not pushing it at all. She's just going along with things right now. Her last interaction with you and yours was just like you walked in and just gunned her guys down, uh, and so yeah. So she's she's just like she's kind of like your Cyclops in a way. She's had she's had a bad experience with you, and it's just not not standing up to you at this point. Um.
3: So yeah, I think uh, I, I think that will go somewhere. But this is our our first like you know. Baby steps. First we we see if her info is good, then we see if, you know, she can be used on a mission or two, then then we'll see about getting her a a body to inhabit or whatever. Yeah, totally. Uh, Alright, so that's... uh, How does this work in terms of the roll?
0: So, yeah, so you're going to roll your attune dice. Um, Perfect.
3: Uh, Do we want to...
0: You actually don't get any bonus dice here, uh, but you can spend money to bump it up. But but it's just straight up up attuned.
3: Cool. Uh, Rolling straight up, then. All right, cool. One second. Bam. Six. You can always click on my little image to. Oh right,
0: yeah. I keep forgetting that. Um. Nice. Uh. So that advances the project by four segments on your clock. It's halfway there. Sweet. Um. So you have a good few days of partially being possessed. Uh, cancer. Every time you come back in with your new, uh, you know, purchase, there's like. Lightning flashes coming from under the door of of one of the rooms of the house and like the windows rattle sometimes and this weird moaning happens and stuff. It's just it's not a fun place to live, really. It's interesting, I guess, but you
3: yeah. <laughs> <Sherlock> know. <Manor. laughs> yeah. But
0: okay. uh but it, you make a lot of progress and um I think you're starting to see the general shape of what's going on here, uh, so I'll give you a little bit of a hint. Um, it has something to do with uh, sort of shells that that spirit... That there's this idea that um, she's trying to convey to you that it's not that spirits can be copied exactly, uh, but they can be sort of peeled and layered, and something like that happened when you thought you disintegrated her. There was, there was, this kind of multiplicity to it. And you don't really get what's going on yet, but that's that's the path she's taking you down.
3: Sweet. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, okay, Kanter, your your downtime, and then
2: and then we can do XP, and then we're done. Cool. Um, yeah, I also want to work on a. Project, I guess, or maybe acquire an asset. I don't know. I want to. Um, I don't want to be the only one out there selling product. So I want to like go and recruit some, like I don't know, urchins or kids or you know, low-grade criminals, yeah, to yeah. you know look out for the cops and other gangs and to like move product from the basement to wherever we're stashing it. Um, employees. I want to. I want to go and improve the local economy. Jobs, <laughs> creating jobs. I'm gonna create jobs. Is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, because you're civic mindedness. That's right. I am. I I wanna I wanna keep keep these people occupied and paid.
0: Um. Yeah, that's totally an asset. So, so you asset, you okay. you guys have a very small team. We haven't seen them in on screens tonight, but they're they're your they're your rooks. They're they're. It's only four people though, and they're they're pretty busy dealing with. The logistics of what you've already got going on. So if you acquire this asset, you'll you'll like multiply the scale of that. Right. Instead of a tiny group of sure. four, you'll multiply it out into like a medium gang of of operators that are gonna deal okay. with. Okay.
2: And how how do we? I mean, I'm sure it's a different thing, but how do we improve that on a permanent basis? Like, what does that look?
0: Like? Yeah. So when we do XP in a second. Um, okay.
2: So it's part of the advancement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Your your crew will like level up, and you'll like be able to unlock that.
2: Okay, cool. So how many uh, how many dice do I get here? Uh, you get for your supply, whatever your supply action is. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have that. It's, that's, that's just my personal one. I probably don't have it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do not have that. You can roll two and take the worst, but then after the fact, you can spin a coin to. Sure. Essentially, just straight up buy it. But uh, okay, let's see how I do. Uh, I got a three. So yeah, so if you don't spend coin, you it isn't really available right now. You can't even find a standard level of,
2: of okay. That's I mean that's fine. We got to do some more work securing the place anyway. So, so if you spend one coin, uh, yeah. you
0: can bump it up to standard and like get a get a standard set of runners and stuff to, to, to multiply the scale of your of your dudes, or you can just leave it alone.
2: Yeah. No, I think I'll I think I'll just leave it. That's fine. Okay. Come back to it later.
0: Cool. Yeah, so now it's just, like, kind of like what R C was doing. Like, one of you is always having to check in on the spot to see that the sales are going fine and check in the counts. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's so I'm just
2: doing... I'm doing more work. I want to manage, but I'm still, like, working the tail. Exactly,
0: okay. yeah. Still Perfect. season one, Bodhi, not, uh, not season three, Bodhi.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So that's downtime. Um... Things are moving along, and now we can do XP and uh, and wrap it up. So in, in the in the normal game, usually, like, we, we do XP and stuff the, at the beginning of the next session because it gives us a chance to, like, recap what happened before and get everybody back on the same page. And then based on that information, we, we do XP. It's kind of a dual purpose, but we'll just go ahead and do it now to see, just to, to do it and see how it works. Um, so... Where is my sheet for my upgrades? So, the first thing we'll do is um, your action, XP. Sounds so, let's start with you, Strash. So, we're going to Ask everybody, um which of the action categories—blade, book, cloak, or mask—on your character sheet? All the actions kind of grouped by in the four different categories there. <laughs> which one of those do you think that that Oscar sort of embodied in the in the previous action? What was their what was their main deal? I think it's pretty obvious, but uh, yeah, it was <laughs> all book. Yeah, pretty booky, right? right? Yeah. All, all tuny and whispery the whole the whole time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so Shrash, you mark one advancement tick in book. Done. And then you get to choose one of those categories that your character devotes their personal training time to. Uh,
3: which one's tinker?
0: Um, I believe it's book. It's isn't book. It? Yep. Yeah. It's, uh,
3: it's going to be a second tick in book then.
0: Okay. So if your crew has has a training upgrade for that category, which you guys don't have yet, but if you did. Um, you would mark an additional tick in that because your crew is, like, better at training and book stuff. Um, But that's a future upgrade. Um, You also mark one advancement tick for effects because you used your effects at some point. Uh, And then at the bottom of your playbook uh, gray box area, there's the playbook advancement. These are the unique things that only you, the whispered, checks for advancement. (laughs) <laughs> um take a moment to review those or tell us, you know, what they are and you're going to mark a tick for each of those that you did. So, and if you, uh, if you did one a bunch, then you can you can take multiple ticks for it. If, um if you're allowed to stack it up.
3: All right. So uh let's just go down the list and uh I'll say, you know, what I think and then you guys can be like, "Yeah, that sounds right." So, encounter a new spirit or demon and interact with it. Yeah. Uh I would say that's twice cuz one is just ghosts, right? Like that we saw, but two is uh, like, a super ghost that has, like, peeled itself and stashed a portion of itself away or some jazz. Yep. Definitely. Uh, the second one is learn something new about spectrology or demon lore. Yep. yep. Uh, acquire a, uh, or craft a strange item related to demons or spirits.
4: Yes.
1: Yeah. And then
3: uh, express your relationship to the crew. Why are you here? Do you guys feel like I did that?
1: <laughs> yes. At, you know? Absolutely.
3: All right. In which case, I'm gonna take my five ticks. If that's fine.
1: Totally fine.
0: Just one off. So close. I,
3: I couldn't. I couldn't eke out a desperate roll. I tried doing some crazy stunts, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you were you were pushing it, but not. You didn't quite get the. Desperate.
3: It's okay. Next time.
0: Yep. Uh, so when you fill up your playbook, uh, when you fill up those six ticks, you get to pick a new special ability. Uh, that's just unique to your character. And then for the actions, when you fill up those, what like they each have four ticks next to them. When you fill up those, you get to get a new dot in one of the actions. And you can spend desperate roll ticks to, to supplement any of those purchases. You can, like, spend it. It's like a stash of XP that you can nice. uh, add to whatever. Um, okay, RC. so uh, we will tell you which thing we felt you were doing a lot of um I'm definitely feeling blade in command for for RC what do you guys think yeah yeah blade for sure yeah. yeah
3: cutter
1: cutter be in the cutter cutter be in the cutter um but so take, uh, yeah. I think RC is 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 um is trying to learn this whole business from uh, from cancer uh, she knows that she doesn't have the necessarily the right uh um, Chops? The, well, I mean, the, the, the right skill, she's too, she's too blunt an instrument, and uh, <laughs> you need some uh, uh, refinement. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of following in Cantor's wake, I'm not sure if that would be the cloak or mask. I'm looking at the skills associated with them. Uh, I think it's mask, probably. Consort, sway, deceive, yeah. Sure, yeah.
3: So, one blade, one mask?
1: One blade, one mask,
0: yeah. Then you get one in effects. You always get one there. So yeah. Advance it. Uh, and then your playbook advancement. What do you have for Cutter? All
1: right. Uh, defeat a superior opponent. Um, I don't know if we faced a superior opponent. Cross looked like he was kind of badass, but we tore his ass down pretty fast. He had some. He had some skills... Yeah. But,
2: what is this What is we tore him down? Come on. <laughs> we, hey,
3: you led the action. <laughs> we just gave you stress. I mean, yeah. you.
2: Uh,
0: solve that might have been a fair fight. Uh, I'm sorry? I think that might have been a fair fight. Yeah. Um, yeah if you had I, just I, gone toe-to-toe,
1: one-on-one with him, yeah, maybe. But Yeah, I, I don't feel like I defeated a spirit on it. Uh, solve a problem with violence? <laughs> yeah. I think so. I <laughs> think I did that. At least I, I think you did that twice, technically. I mean, I, I feel like we did that twice. Yeah. an uh, uh, enemy's assets, influence, or resource. I think we destroyed a uh, uh, the the uh, land plays uh, influence on on the space. Like they they held a place, and we took it from them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, express relationship to the crew, why are you here? I don't know. I think that was kind of, like, in question. It was a little bit like, what the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. So I don't know that, uh, I don't know that, uh, Arcee really proved herself, um, useful to the crew in this, in this, uh,
2: all the more, all the more opportunity next time around. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, like I think you're really useful, but I don't know if they really get it yet. Like, like, oh yeah, you know, we we totally understand why she's hanging out with us and why why she's doing this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Adam Cantor. Okay. Uh, well, I think we all have to give you Blade, right? Hell's yeah.
3: Murder one.
2: One. Can I can I take can I take blade again for myself? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Two. I want them both. <laughs> blade murder. Blade murder. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And then I get uh, my effect one. Yep. Effect. All right. So for my lurk advancement, uh, discover a powerful or compromising secret. Not really. Nothing. Mm. No. Nah. Uh, infiltrate a new, challenging, or interesting location. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Yes. For uh, sure. Um, did not execute an operation without being detected. We'll get to the sneaky stuff later. Yeah. Um, and express my relationship to the crew. Why am I here? I feel like my gun spoke for me. In yeah. I totally did. yeah. Uh. <laughs> Your... I, I, I think it was more than that, though. I mean, I think.
3: Yeah, I agree.
1: The, uh, cancer was the one who was leading this mission, um, and and
2: and the the. the, the... Yeah, I mean, I, overall, like, yeah, I was just being a criminal and doing criminal stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But it, it's not just that. It's also like whenever we were hesitating because we weren't criminals, you would like step up and be like, "No, this is how it's how this scene's going to go down."
2: Yeah.
3: So I think I, I think I, I say yes.
2: Yeah. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Sweet deal.
0: Um, Okay, now we do that for the crew. Uh, Where's my crew sheet? Here we go. All right. Nope, it's not it. There we go. Ah, here we go. All right, crew. So, uh, crew advancement items for hawkers. Let's look at those. Guys have those I can I can go through yeah, them. Got, got
2: yeah I got yeah. yeah go ahead okay so uh did we maintain the smooth delivery of our product yes yeah yeah, yeah, we established established
3: it. It. yeah. improved yeah. it even yeah
2: and that's yeah that's the next one expand your business with a newer improved product or batch of customers definitely new customers.
3: yeah I would say almost I would say well actually for now it's only one but a second one as soon as we're able to start using the oil shop or the essence shop down at the basement
2: yeah. 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 We'll, we'll want to do both of those every time, right? Like, more yeah. people, better product. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, do we complete a profitable side job of our own or for a client? We're pretty, pretty focused felt, on this thing.
3: Well, we, we did get some mystic supplies. Does that count?
1: Uh, I don't know. I think that was personal. I don't think that was really for the crew.
2: Versus
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, so, it might
2: pay off later for the crew. Wait, let, me,
0: let me ask Strauss this question to see if you get the tick. Is is, are, is Satara your client? Are you working for her?
3: You know what, I think that... Not
2: you, the crew. Is the crew working oh, for
3: Satara? Well, we'd be... um.
2: I feel like we'd have to know about her existence before we could
4: call her a <laughs> client.
3: Oh,
2: Do you uh, know we beginning beginning?
4: they
3: don't know it? I don't know. Well, actually, no. That's not true, RC. Uh, I told you that I had to go in there, and you kind of know what that means. Were you Were you willing to like help out to get that item afterwards?
1: Um, I would love like a little flashback of like digging through them, like like RC being like, "What do you mean the the vial of 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 uh, ink? There's like a hundred of them, you know." And they're like digging through to get like this special four vials of ink. Totally, yeah. RC would have.
3: So, so maybe, maybe they we are kind of clients, but not, we are not yet. We haven't solidified that relationship so much as we've gotten orders and we've done things, but we don't quite understand the full context of everything yet.
1: That makes her a client. It's
0: totally up yeah. it to you. If you're if you're subverting the crew in some way to serve the demon that talks to you in your head, then you can totally take the tick, because that's fine take with The it. tick, taking it. It, it may be unclear to everyone at this point, but it still counts. Uh, what's the last one?
1: Contend with challenges above your current station.
2: Um, I I mean, this, one, this one gets harder to do the longer it goes on, because we're at the bottom right now. So yep. yeah, So you go
0: with the lampreys. They're also tier zero. Uh, also
3: a little bit the red sashes, although they were only ghosts.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, you did take, you technically took Turf from the Sashes, though. We did. And they're
3: gonna, we did. They're
0: gonna, they are going to respond. You, you should get the tick for that, because you're going to get the heat anyway. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should take that. Cool. All right. So um, six on crew advancement. So, yeah, so once that levels up, you can get a new crew upgrade, you can increase one of your effects, you can add a new special ability, you can increase the scale of an upgrade, stuff like that.
3: And you get sash. Um,
0: Yes. In addition, each PC uh, gets one coin. So you, you like go through and you dealt with all your debts. You've dealt with all the fallout and profits. And then there's like a share. You have a share in the business, right? Each of you gets one coin of share plus one coin per tier of the crew, which is zero right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get you get one 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 coin of share of the profits. You can keep that as spendable currency. On your character sheet, you can see you can keep up to two point in your personal liquid money that you can spend. Or you can permanently stash it and fill the stash area. And that's that's investments and funds you put away for retirement for your character. Um, once you fill up your all your trauma boxes or you die, or sorry, not if you die, if you fill up all your trauma boxes, um, your character retires. Uh, you just can't be a scoundrel anymore. It's too much for you. Um, the amount of money you have in your stash when that happens tells us uh, how shitty their retirement is, or how good. Nice. Um, if it's filled all the way, your retirement's pretty good. If it if it's not, it, it's various levels of not so good. <laughs>
4: um,
0: you really want to fill it up if you can. <laughs> uh, it, it's sort of that's sort of the scoreboard of the game. Um, that's showing you how how good a job you're doing being a criminal. Um,
1: Perfectly shitty criminal. I'm not putting anything in stash right now. <laughs> yet.
3: yet.
0: No one's no one's stashing yet. I guess it's a little early for stashing. Yeah. might need that. might need that coin. Um. Okay, that is it. That is that's the end of advancement and the end of our session. And um. Uh, awesome. Thank you guys so much for playing. That was super fun. I love your characters and crew. They're really interesting. Um. I know it's a one-shot demo, but maybe
1: one of these days we'll play session two. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> love to see the further f- down. of these guys. So. Yeah, I want to see what happens when the red when the heat from the red sashes comes back, and uh, <laughs> maybe that'll be RC's chance to uh, prove her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, um,
0: in the description, I'll have I'll make a little PDF with all your sheets filled out and everything, and uh, people can take a look at that and.
1: Yeah, the end. That <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Matt. That was a great game. That was tons of fun. Really appreciate it.